Blog Talk Radio. events folks 
tonight, current events, and that would mean any events um, affecting you and yours happening in this world uh, globally, uh, anything happening in the country that are affecting you and yours, or anything happening in your state or even in your city, or really, if it's happening in your home. We want to know about it, uh, not that we want to know your business, that's not what I'm saying, but we want to definitely uh, be a part of the answer where you see those challenges in those areas I just named. I'm Brother Seth, founder of the Five Six Zone Network, and we've been doing this since 2011. I want to thank many of you tuning in uh, um, that have been supportive. And, and while I'm at it, I want to thank uh, uh, those of you listening uh, in various countries. We got a report some time back uh, from uh, Blog Talk. You know, Blog Talk, keep up with where the listeners are listening from. And last we counted, it was over 30 countries. I shared this with our co-hosts. Over 30 countries listen to this network. How long we listen, we don't know. We don't tell us that. So I want to welcome uh, our international listeners. Uh, you're very, very uh, valued. Uh, your opinions are valued, so much so we invite you to get involved with this program as well. You can press 1 if you listen to the show live. If you're listening to archives, just know uh, we hope things are going well with you and yours and um, in your homes, and we're very concerned about you and yours. And uh, while we edit, we want to thank uh, those Israelites scattered throughout the four corners uh, that may be some of the ones tuning in. We definitely want you to know these shows is uh, for you, for you first, to you first. And then to everyone else, as the scripture says it like this, to the Jew first, to the Israelites first, and then to the Gentiles. You're definitely, definitely a part of our heart. Uh, uh, you're on our heart, I meant to say. And, uh, again, not just you, but any, the pain of any people. Folks, we got to get past just thinking about me, myself, and us. That's why I say we are concerned about what's happening with our people first, but definitely the world. Otherwise, we're just going to be in war. Uh, you, you know, as Bob Marley say, there's going to be war. Whenever the people is not happy, and then whenever justice is not served, it's going to be war. So, again, thank you for tuning into the Five Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth, and we're going to have our co-host coming in here in a little bit. Um, but tonight, like I said, it's current events. And what is today? I like to I like to mention today sometime. It's July the twenty fifth, two thousand and twenty two. Um, of course, that's the great Gregorian uh, calendar. And if you go by the Hebrew calendar, today would be the twenty sixth of Tumaz, year fifty seven eighty two. Again, Israelites observing Torah, observing. Uh, the scriptures observing um, the Shabbat weekly or whatever you're doing that's akin to what our um, forefathers practiced and did and their customs and their and their mores and we just welcome you uh, Israelites all throughout the four corners and I say it because no pain is greater than your pain uh, everybody's pain hurt but we are going through something as a people uh, as a nation scattered that no other nation has went through because we are the firstborn of the Most High. And he says certain things would happen to our nation if we disobey. Why? Why would he do that? 
because our nation is his firstborn. Our nation, he literally called to introduce, reintroduce, might I add, reintroduce him to the planet. Because at one point, the whole planet knew him, but they turned their back on him. They chose our forefather Abraham, as many of you know. And uh, I'll play my little anthem in the background as I go over our purpose. But he chose our forefather Abraham to make a uh, great nation uh, from his loins. And uh, I'm at the 12 patriarchs. Uh, and uh, he promised them that as long as they obeyed, they would be the head and not the tail above. Y'all know the scriptures, Deuteronomy 28, verse first 15, 14 or 15 verses, talks about how well they would have it, be blessed and highly favored among the nations. And they would rule over all nations, all nations. They would lend to the nations and not borrow. Uh, everything they would touch would be blessed. And, of course, we know that no nation today is living out there, but the Father did promise them to be on the Israelite if and when they obey. So we believe that uh, we, uh, when I say we, we believe that many of us African Americans in this country uh, call America is indeed those lost tribes of Israel now found, and we've been scattered throughout the four corners. And... Uh, we believe we have lived through the prophecies spoken forth in Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26, and really the whole Bible. And so we're trying to make our way back to the Father's heart by keeping, uh, by following the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit direct us what 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 we are to do, uh, what laws we are to keep, and we're just trying to obey the Holy Spirit as He understands the Father more so than we are. We do. Uh, trying to pick and choose what laws we, we try to obey. So if you Israelites in the diaspora, I know that you are doing the same thing, trying to follow, follow that Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, that you may please the Most High. So this show, again, is dedicated to you uh, first, foremost, all right? Um, it's very simple. Our co-hosts are going to come on tonight talking about things on their heart. Our callers, um, you're welcome to do the same. Come on the line, press 1, come on the line, and let us know what's on your heart. Uh, if you're in the chat room and you're chatting, just know you're invited as well. Just go into the chat room and, and let us know what is it you're concerned about, uh, what's on your heart or what's on your spirit. Brothers and sisters, we'll just then try to just, from our knowledge of the Most High. Many of us will have different various walks with the Most High, various areas of our life are yielded to Him. Not all of us yield to the Father in the same way. We should be totally yielded 100%, but I can't say that that's the saints uh, most most of the time. But that's what, what we are supposed to be, yielded to Him, doing, following that, that, that Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and as He opened and revealed things in our lives, it's not like the Father. And so what happens is when these current events come up, many of us have insight on how to uh, break out of these um, challenges and, and get the victory over these challenges that are coming our way. And that's what this show is really all about, right here on the Five Smoothstone Network. Okay, so a couple more things that we'll bring on the co-hosts. Uh, follow us, brothers and sisters, is very important. Many of you are blessed by these shows. You send me emails and you say, Brother Seth, I am so blessed 
by what y'all are doing. Well, we want you to follow us. That's the least you can do is follow us. It's very important. And this way, um, you'll know whenever we're doing a, d- a different show, you'll know whenever we are, are online or when we're live. Okay, follow us and you get these messages sent to your email as well as uh, Facebook or wherever you set up your account with Blog Talk for these um, notifications to go. Also, if you enjoy the show and they are a blessing to you, remember, copy the address of the show and paste it and, and, uh, to, uh, to, to a message and send it to your friends and say, hey, this message blessed me. Oh, my goodness. You need to hear what these co-hosts were saying. They was really, I know the Father, y'all was in this conversation. Y'all need to check this out. And send it, send it, send it, send it to as many friends as you know will be blessed by it. Not for our sake. But for your friends' sake, that they may be blessed by the Most High, because at the end of the day, it's really not about us. We didn't create these truths, these revelations that are making people free. Last, well, not last, but one more thing I want to say is, uh, well, a couple more things, and uh, that is, we have over 500 shows. 500. Folks, the best way to get uh, a show on a particular topic, many of you have questions and concerns, if you would just type in blog talk radio space five smooth stones blog talk radio and then five smooth stones and type a topic you want to know about we talk about those five topics you know i asked the most high many years ago five questions and he gave me five answers that pretty much translated to five topics we talk about a lot now i haven't went over those topics in a while and i won't do it today uh the questions rather but just know we pretty much talk about five topics, and um, uh, but we talk about really hundreds of topics, but most of the time it's those five. And those five is the revelation of the Israelites, who the true Jews are. Uh, we talk about something called one world government, uh, what they're doing in, 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 in secret places, governments secret governments, uh, secret agendas by the Catholic Church, secret agendas by the New World Order to take over our world. They've already taken over the world pretty much because we've given them that authority. Uh, But also we can talk about something called Bible leprosy. This is where we talk about the origin of how we became the different colors. And the only reason we would dare do such is because there's so much talk right now about race racism and people have literally went and constructed something called race based on color and we have to get to the root of what that's all about so we have shows where we talk about leprosy bible leprosy and talk about how white skin evolved in the first place and then we talk about white supremacy like no other on this show uh because i as the founder of this network i believe white supremacy is just not akin to white people i think it's a philosophy and white people can't go nowhere with it unless somebody believe it, buy into it, and uh, uh, accompany them or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, uh, oblige them. They, they have to agree with it. They have to bow the knee to it in order for it to pick it up, get any type of a ground or success. Uh, so white supremacy is, 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 is a relationship. It's a religion. It's a relationship. It's philosophy. It's lives. And, and both parties have to agree in order for it to work so white supremacy is no more white man than a black man it's a lie told and the white person believe the lie and the black person believe the lie and then you have power 
But if the black person didn't believe the lie, white person just be simply just running their mouth. It wouldn't get nowhere. But because we believe it so much, we allow them to rule over our minds, our economics, our spirituality, blah, 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 blah. That's what makes it a global force to be reckoned with that I call a religion. See how I put that? I guarantee y'all have not heard it quite like that. And that's this is what we do on Sunday nights. On Sunday nights, we talk about white supremacy. And then the last thing we talk about, the again, is five topics. The fifth topic is the kingdom of God. We talk about that the most, which is going to include the Messiah, going to include his uh, his father, uh, Yahweh Israel, many call him Yahweh or uh, Yahweh, uh, many, most people call him God, but the Most High sent the Messiah to the earth, many of you call him Jesus, uh, he's also known by Yahshua, Yahweh, various names, um, Emmanuel, but he came to this earth, we believe, and that's our confession of faith, but he definitely came and uh, it's coming back to set up a kingdom. And when you are putting in all authority, even the Father will also come. And this is the new Jerusalem when the saints will be resurrected, all of them. So anyway, that's just a little bit about the Five Sons Network. Again, thank you for tuning in. Last thing I did I did, I did mention was, uh, and I have to do these uh, calls, bear with me, I have to do this periodically because I don't cover this on all the shows. But if you have any questions or concerns, especially you Israelites scattered in the diaspora throughout the four corners, please email me, um, uh, S-E-T-H, my name is Seth S., like Adams and Eve's third son, Seth, S-E-T-H, dot, Emmons and Mary, dot, Turner at Gmail, and let me know your concerns, okay? It's just that simple. Let me know your concerns, brothers and sisters, because we are definitely trying to be uh, one of the best programs out here not that we're in competition but we just want to serve our people in the greatest way possible because you deserve the best you know you go through a lot uh, uh, especially you Israelites in the diaspora you go through a lot been through a lot and we just feel like you need to be able to take uh, uh, an opportunity three times a week and listen to our shows on Sunday Mondays and Thursdays where people understand your pain and, and even have the audacity to hear from the Most High Yah and get some answers and clarity on uh, some things you're going through. So that's really what this show is all about tonight. So let's get started. Okay, first what we're going to do is we're going to go to somebody we hadn't heard from in a while. He was on last week, and that is Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris been out of the... Uh, out of the groove for a while, but he's back, and I really appreciate this brother and what he brings. Uh, Pastor Christian line is now open. You want to go ahead and say hello to the people and how to get a hold of you, please. Good evening, Seth, and good evening, listening audience. My name is Reverend Chris. I'm the senior pastor at the Lathea Temple Church here in Fort Worth. Um, that's about it. My phone number is 682-552-8465. Thank you. Well, Brother Pastor Chris, again, welcome. Welcome back, Brother. All right, going back to the phone lines, we have the one and only Brother Kenwin Castleberry all the way in the state of Texas. Uh, Brother Kenwin is, is new to us, and uh, but not, uh, he, as, the, as they say in the streets, he's new to this but not true to this. <laughs> I mean, he's, did I say it right? He's, he's, <laughs> I don't know. He's saying, you know, he goes, I'm new to this. I'm, I'm true to this, not new to this. Some they say in the streets, anyway. But brother Ken, with your line is so Go ahead and say hello to the people. And how to get a hold of you, please? All right, shalom, shalom, everybody, man. Uh, 
Well, I'm uh, just a truck driver, man, and uh, the main place to get in touch with me is through Facebook. That's the platform I normally dibble and dabble on. And, uh, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, I'm glad to be on the show, and uh, it's good to hear from you guys, man. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Brother Ken, welcome again, brother. Good to have you on. Uh, going back to the phone line, I think Sister Eliana Batya, all the way up in the wonderful state of California, uh, Mercy, California to be exact. Sister Eliana, your line is now open. Go ahead and say hello to the people and how to get a hold of you. Hello, hello, everybody, and this is Eliana Batya, and I'm really excited to be here tonight. Best way to get a hold of me is through my email, Beth. Shalom, jg at gmail.com. All righty. Well, well, Sister Eliana, again, definitely always good to have a, a lady in the house. About in the flesh, I know in the spirit there's no male nor female, uh, but it's it's great to have you in the house and to get your perspectives on different things as well as the men. So tonight, again, as y'all know, is current events. Um, there's some things always on my heart, but as moderator, I try not to go first. So if there's anybody that's got some pressing things you just want to share, again, people are tuning in because there's things happening. And uh, it don't, it, it don't, it's not too small. It could be something happening in the homes of people. Uh, it could be something happening in the, the various states, even in our country and even in our world. So who wants to go first? I'll tell you what. Let's do something a little different. Uh, Pastor Chris, I think he, we went with his suggestion on Thursday. So let's go to uh, Brother Kenwin and see if anything is on his heart, a spirit, and that little noise I just heard, some little, some, it's like those little noise there. But Brother Kenwin, anything pressing your spirit, brother, uh, with regards to current events you'd like to start off talking with the people on where we can kind of get some insight from the Most High? All right. I want to love to get into the confrontation that happened at a famous pastor's church. Uh, IUIC is the Israelite camp. They kind of surrounded his church and and wanted him to come on out, man. And, uh, and uh, you know, not violence, but just to debate scripture. And uh, Gino Jenkins, I believe is his name. And, uh, He's a pretty good pastor. I like him myself. Uh, however, as you know, there's a difference in doctrine. And, uh, yeah, there's a, he stirred up a lot of controversy and uh, some of the things he uh, was saying. And uh, that's, like, on everybody's uh, mindset right now, just just uh, that engagement between the Israelite community and the Christian church. And uh, let them see that they're, they're, we're brothers, <laughs> we're family, but uh, the doctrine, we just can't see eye to eye. And I like how them brothers are forcing the issue. We got to talk about this, man. Uh, we're never going to get anywhere. We don't talk about uh, the, the most sensitive subject and what we disagree about. Uh, but for some reason, we keep dodging each other, man. But, uh, yeah, well, that's that's the main thing I want to talk about. Well, let me say this. Now, you say it's IUIC, right? Yeah, that's the camp that uh, surrounded Geno Chicken's church. Well, it may be big among the – this is the thing we got to remember, and I try to be global on this show. I try to be. In other words, I like to talk about things that are affecting the bulk of our people. 
But pain is relevant. If you're hurting, you're hurting, and so we can talk about it. Israelites, Hebrew Israelites, from my research, is the largest movement outside of Black Lives Matter going on on the planet right now. Black Lives Matter was number one there for a while, but there are more people talking about Israelites, Israel, Hebrew Israelite, who the Jews are. This is not something small. So we got to squash any differences and become a united front because this division is something we can't ignore because it can affect millions. And I believe this, Brother Kenwin. I think there's a spirit among these young Hebrew Israelites, if I can say Hebrew Israelites. Some people still don't like the word Hebrew, like they just like Israelites, but y'all know who I'm talking about. My take, and keep in mind I'm moderating, but I'm also commentating, commentator as well. I think there is a spirit of division among these young Hebrews. It's a spirit. They don't. It's like you got to remember who we're talking about. If you say what segment of African Americans have problems with authority, it's going to be young people under 40, under 35, and that's where the age bracket of where a lot of these Israelites are. And I believe, this is just me talking, I believe one reason they're so attracted to the law is it's written, and you can you can easily just see it and do it, you don't have to really get that deep in the spirit. You don't have to break your uh, heart. You don't have to bring your heart to the altar. You just got these things wrote down you have to do, and there's not much talk about anything else to do. Once you do these things wrote down, you're good. Now you can just go beat up anybody else that's not doing it. But if I say, what about your heart, <laughs> they don't want to hear it. If I say, well, what about loving people, they don't want to hear it. But if it's wrote down, some they can see, they're willing to stop drinking alcohol. That's a hard issue. That's something. But, you know, it's easy to stop drinking alcohol. It's hard to love, though. It, 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 it's something to love people. Christ said you know them by their love. So I think a lot of these Israelites are very divisive. And here's where they have strength, power, and they're not relinquish the mic. But here's where they are they are, got, they are very powerful because we are Israelites. In some kind of way, the Father revealed it to them. And older people, they're left slumbering. They can't see it for some reason. And I've come to realize what that reason is. It's not for them. They've run their battle. They've ran the race. They've brought us this far. They've gotten us here. And they just sleepy with this. And it don't mean that they don't want our people to know the truth. Please. They're telling the truth in 99,000 other areas. So just because they don't know we Israelites, these young people want to make them like they're the devil. It's all about money. That's not true. It's the spirit of division trying to get into this real truth that they actually have, these young people. But it's this 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 truth is mixed with this this uh, disrespect for authority. A lot of them have daddy issues and mommy issues, and it's going to derail what God has for us if we don't sit down with these young people and straighten it out. That's my two cents. 
Um, brother, uh, 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 Pastor Chris or Sister Eliana, either one of y'all want to comment on what brother the brother is saying? He is really on some hot right now. Well, let's don't y'all both jump at the same time. Yep. Let's go to. Uh, 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 go ahead, Sister Eliana. Eliana. Okay. Oh yeah, that topic is pretty pretty hot. Um, the Hebrew Israelites right now, there 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 is a spirit of division because they don't have a good understanding of the historic relevance for the Messiah. If they don't understand, and they believe that because of the way that the Messiah is portrayed in society, that he doesn't have relevance. But he has much significance, and they don't understand how all of this came about. So it's easy to attack it and say, you know, it's not for us and divisive. But once they understand the reason why the Messiah was was given and the reason he came was as a direct a direct um, correlation to our ancestors and our former ancestors rejecting the presence of the Most High on the mountain when he brought them out of out of Egypt and he was wanting to show forth his glory. And when they said, we don't, don't let God speak to us, don't let the Most High speak to us, he's going to kill us. And then the Most High said, hey, they're right. I'll just send the angel of my presence. But then when Moshe, before he died, he said, look, the, the, the Most High is going to bring, he's going to raise up from among your brethren a prophet such as me, and him you shall hear, and he's going to save his people. But it was a direct re- result because they did not want to hear the Most High directly that, and not only did he come for Israel, but for whosoever will. So this is our doing. You know, it's, it's a wonderful thing to have the Messiah, but this is our doing. Again, we set this world aflame. We set this world on fire we, we are responsible for a lot of the cultural context that's going on in religion, even as a result of our diaspora. It's because of Israel. So when they understand that, that responsibility that's on our shoulders, I think they'll be okay. But right now, they don't know. Powerful. That was good. Uh, man, that was good, uh, Pastor Chris. What do you have to say? That was pretty, pretty in depth with Sister uh, Eliana. Appreciate that, Pastor Chris. Anything on that? Hold on a second, everybody. Hold on one second. Go ahead. Sorry about that, but some kind of way your line was muted. But go ahead. I got you now. Okay, um, I agree with Sister Eliana, but also I want to put in that um, in us as a people. You know, if if a brother is of a different religion or a different belief or a different denomination, we use that as a tool of division. You know, as a pastor, you know, I've had other Christian brothers tell me, I can't stand Baptists. And, I'm, you know, I was a Methodist. We have to stop letting people influence us and not talk to our brothers and sisters and we have to get off this thing about, uh, you know, I call it, it's, um, for lack of a better term, Christian superiority. You know, Christianity is a religion, but there are other legitimate religions in the world. And just because a brother chooses not to be a Christian 
for a lot of us, that means, oh, I can't talk to him because he's not Christian. And we have to get over letting religion being a divisive tool. It should be a unification tool, but we we have it as a divisive tool in our community. So we have to get over that. And, you know, and I think I, I showed you this picture. I have a picture of an Ethiopian prince who has a cross and the Star of David at the same time. And there they don't have the big, you know, they have a division, but they don't have a, a, a animosity toward Jews and Christians because that's where it came from. You know, you can, if you believe that Christ was a Messiah, hey, you're a Christian. If you don't believe that, you're a Jew. So that's really the only big difference they have as far as their, um, you know, people being of a different denomination, but they still get along and they still live together with one another in peace. All right, if I may. Um, there's a a sector um, at dealing with the Jews that I think that repels Christians to want to engage. Because when you say that you're a Jew, the first thing that comes in their mind is the Pharisees. You're the Pharisee, right? <laughs> you know? And, and I think that's a shame. I think that's a shame. Because uh, when we read the scriptures, we can see that it's, it was a, over a thousand Jews that uh, walked with Christ, that loved Christ. Uh, for some reason, it seems like it's, it's only focused, like it's only seven people, you know, or seven, eight people that loved Christ or something. And that's not what the scriptures kind of point at, man. Um, but but even after Christ's death and resurrection, uh, there became uh, apostles doing their thing, a, a great majority of Jews that uh, opened up their hearts and uh, listened to Christ. Uh, we call these Jews Messianic Jews because they believe in Christ. But that seems to, whenever the engagement between Christians and Israelites, it seems like that part goes right out of the window. And then the other one, like what you said, superiority, they know the Holy Spirit so well that they can tell if you ain't got it because, you know, they know it so well, right? And uh, that right there, I think, it ignites the fire because they are already coming from a, like a higher up place. But if you really look at what you're saying, that they're not as educated as they portray on the scriptures. And that is that open door that leads to uh, getting your, 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 you know, your voice out and then the voices get raised and next thing you know, you're arguing, you know? Um, and I, and I think if we can just solve that part, humble ourselves down on both sides and just, just talk about it. Like, what is, what is this saying? What does this mean when Peter says what he said or, or James and, and he's, you know, evangelizing in Jerusalem? What does that mean? That means like they're Christians? They're keeping the law here. Or is it Paul is, I mean, 
is it like an evolution is what they believe in? The scriptures of Paul is the evolution. He's the, you know, the the only way to believe in well, Christ. You know, is, is, you know what I mean? You know Do you what understand brother, what I'm getting at, though? Yeah, I, I understand perfectly what you're getting at. You've been saying this for a while since you've been co-hosting, really. And I think that's probably why the most I have you on the show, to be honest. Now, whether or not we are supposed to glean more from you than you are from us, I don't know how that works. But I listen to every single thing you say, and I try to address every single scripture you give. And I think, I think, I understand every scripture you say. Here's my concern. When we put scriptures out there, it's almost like not you, but sometimes you too. I'm just going to be honest. It's like you want to say, okay, I hear that scripture, brother. I appreciate you reading that. But I want you to turn over to such and such, such and such. And then we'll start turn over to that. It's like you don't address the one we just had. It's like you want to, what did, you know, well, Paul, I, hear, I know people have problems with Paul. I understand that. But there's a lot of things Christ said that people, well, okay, I hear you, but let's go to the next scripture. No, what did Christ mean by this? And I think this is what I really think was behind the whole eradication and disrespecting of Paul. I know you say, he our brother, we would, I heard you, you said that many times. Every co-host and the callers know what you're going to, how you say you, you really like Paul. But you keep taking shots at him. So let me just say this. If that Bible cannot be trusted, if we got books that shouldn't be there, now, you heard how Brother Elishua last week broke down eloquently how the Roman, the Catholic Church pushed Paul because he was a All of that, at the end, Elishua said, it don't mean Paul was wrong, though. They just favored Paul. But it don't mean he was in error in anything he said. So what's happening is there is this movement to hate white people. Let's just get down to the root of it. If we can just get rid of Paul, we can push hate. We can start saying things like, well, he didn't, he didn't come for everybody. He didn't. If, the Bible clearly talks about the Father favoring all kind of people, adding him into the lineage of Christ. Once these Gentiles, once people that was not Israelites sought the Father and their hearts was right, they were permitted to be with Israel. Israel wasn't never just Israel. They had foreigners among them, and they were like their brothers. They've, they have never just been one group of people. They've always been the Israelites and these people that was with them. Now, they were serving them, whatever, but you, they weren't like excuse me, slavery like in America. Israel was supposed to pe- treat those people with the red carpet, so to speak. So there's this hatred. These young people are angry. You can just see it. We don't call them out. We as an older Israelites don't call them out. They don't, they don't tone it down. They need to address that. Why did y'all tone it down? Why ain't y'all out there talking about kiss my boots no more? Because people called them out on that. And so we got to be very careful. It's okay for young people to get out here and teach this truth because they are our strength. They're going to be the ones that's pushing it when us older people, you know, get weaker in strength because of old age. 
But they got to get this right. Number one, we are to evangelize the world. And you ain't going to, ain't nobody going to listen to you without loving your heart. It just ain't going to fly. I'm talking a lot, and I'll end it there. But I think that's the bottom basis of what's behind this pushing away and disrespecting the Paul. I need to jump in on something that you said on that note. So this is Eliana again, everybody. Um, so it doesn't boil down well, and it does. All righty. Let's, let's take it like this. Our young Israelites are feeling the power that they've never seen and we've never seen in generations past. Who, the, who has been the oppressor in this nation? It has been the white culture. They're, that anger that they are having is because not have not only have they seen it in their growing up in their future generation, I mean their past generations, but their grandparents, their great grandparents, and their great great grandparents, and their great great. There were no large black plantation owners. Let's be real. We know this. The whole system was set up for them to oppress us, but it was by design. But whose design? This is what I've raised among our, our Hebrew Israelites. Who designed their system to oppress us? It wasn't the whites that designed the system. It was the most high. <clears throat> when they have to understand that this was a chastisement, it was a punishment, and we were coming through that later generation of that punishment that was prophesied so many thousands of years before when our ancestors would not listen, what they wouldn't return, when we were on top of the world, when we had control of our nation, when we had military might and power, when we had the freedom of worship, what did we do with it? What did our ancestors do with it? Very much what our young people and our nation is doing today. We were always enamored by the other culture. We still are. I can't tell you how many a blonde that exists with their weaves in our community as males and females because we are still always and we've always been enamored by the other cultures. That is what's gotten us into disfavor with the most high. We always wanted a king. We always wanted to be like the other cultures. We didn't want anything that the most high has for us, and we still don't to this day. That's our DNA problem. We're rebellious. We really don't care about the most high. We want to. We want the favor, but we want to be the other people. And we had that situation in ancient Israel as well, and it's still today. After all we've been through in the diaspora and all of this, we still don't understand. We still want to favor the other culture. We want to be the other culture. We still secretly worship the other cultures. That's not new. That's not just white supremacy. That's the that's Israel disease. That's the Hebraic disease that lies within us because none of the other cultures ever wanted to be us. They were afraid of us. They were trying to curse, them, curse us and our generations, like in the story with Balaam and Balak. They were trying to curse our generation, seeing the beauty upon us, seeing the glory of the Most High. But we don't see what others see, and we want to be the other cultures. 
And that is not just because we're in America and we're practicing white supremacy. The whole form of white supremacy got started because they were the other culture was elevating themselves. Think about some of those 1940 and 1930 commercials. Um, they had soap. They used a black child, the image of a black child, and had a soap that they would say, if you use it, you'll be so clean and white. And our ancestors, our, our ancestors, great-grandparents, saw that, and they thought having white skin, pinching their nose, bleaching their skin, straightening their hair, all of this was bred into us in this time. But it's also the only reason it could be bred into us is because it, it was also something that lies within us, and it didn't just start here on these shores in the last 500 years. This has been part of the Hebrew problem that the Most High has been trying to drive out of us. Even when our ancestors came out before we were a nation in the way that we were, we were in the wilderness, what what happened with the golden calf? They wanted to be Egypt. They wanted to be the Egyptians. They just wanted to be out of bondage, but they still wanted to be the nations. We still are like that today. The Most High is looking for a people, and this really has to be taught. He's looking for a people that really are going to love him, they're really going to understand who they really are and the purpose and really walk in his glory and prefer the things of the Most High. And guess what? He already said he's only going to save a remnant because there's not, very, there's not many of us that really love him that way. Now, some of the other nations, they love him that way, and they'll be grafted in. Israel, there will be a remnant of Israelites, but it's not going to be a whole lot because we still can't get over that basic problem that has existed for 7,000 years in our community, always wanting to be somebody else and not who we were created to be. All right. Uh, if I could add on, Sister Eliana, well, hold on. <laughs> that hold on. there's a part of us. Let him do, let Go right here. Go right okay. here. Okay, there's a part of us that believe that uh, we are that remnant and everybody else, we're the two-thirds, that they're the two-thirds. And I think that humbleness that we need to come down, nobody's guaranteed, you know. I think that's where we need to start at with our conversation, not assuming that they're guaranteed. Um, Now, as a Messianic Jew, that's that humbleness is part of the law, um, but on the Christianity side, um, they they don't quite see it that way. Um, the way they uh, talk about their inner man, I believe that's self was breaking that down to me. Uh, with that type of understanding, uh, that they automatically kind of put themselves already in the door already. I mean, uh, uh, they're only going to be judged on the last five minutes of their life. That's it. You know, because their, you know, their sins been forgiven throughout their lives. So judgment, uh, their name is already there. And I, and I, that part right there is, I think, is the main part that uh, them up high. And so this whole conversation that their head is going to be literally in the clouds. And uh, we're from the ground talking to them. And that's, I think our words just not effective. 
because their head is so big. Uh, if you, if you, <laughs> I don't mean to say it like that, but you understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All I right, I'll pass the mic there. <laughs> Can I add something to this? Yes, yes, please. I'm just going to ask, um, you mentioned uh, Paul. You know, I, even at my church, I don't even preach from Paul because Paul even said in the Bible, I, I am the apostle for the Gentiles. I am not a Gentile. Neither are the people in my congregation. So I don't even preach Paul because if you look at it, you know, Paul brought in a lot of stuff into Christianity that had no place there. Like you have to have, if you're a woman, you have to, you can't speak in church. You have to have a head covering. Well, why isn't it in any other place in the Bible besides the writings of Paul? He even said, oh, you don't have to be circumcised. Be circumcised in your heart. Well, if you're talking to Gentiles, because they're not covenant, but if you're talking to Jews, that's why the Jews tried to kill him when he was walking this earth. And then, you know, I've even looked at Coptic and Gnostic Christianity. I'm looking at a Gnostic Christian Bible right here. It's none of the writings of Paul. The only thing they have from Paul is a prayer of Paul. It's about a fourth of a page, and that is it. Even in the Ethiopian Bible, there's not Paul. And so I'm asking, if it wasn't important enough to them, why, why, you know, I even know ministers, you say something, and they'll say, well, Paul said, well, who is Paul in, in this whole scheme? Jesus himself said, hey, Peter, you're going you're gonna to take over when I leave. He didn't say nothing about a man named Paul. And then Paul came out and told you, hey, I'm paying for the Gentiles, even though Yeshua told him, don't take it to the Gentiles. It's in the scriptures. So what I what I look at, and I agree with you, Eliana, uh, Eliana, I'm sorry, is that you know we, you know like with Aaron and that golden calf, you know we want the golden calf because you know they took our native indigenous religions and made us, uh, and I and I make sure that I say Western Christians because there's Eastern, Coptic and Gnostic Christianity, but Western well, Christianity, well, huh? I just wanted to hop in there, but Pastor Chris, you're saying a whole lot, but and, and I just you building. And I want to talk about that a bit. So at some point, I want to hop in there. Just, just go take ahead, your bro. time. You can stop. Go ahead, take I'm your time. You, you can go say. ahead for real. No, honestly. I'm done. Bro. Well, I wanted to say this about the circumcision of Paul. See, see, what happened is when they hear you, an older man, these young people, like Brother Kenwin and others, maybe listen. They may. They may think this. I don't know what they think. They'll tell me. But they may think this. If you're saying that about Apostle Paul and you're not sure in the Coptic Church didn't include, the Coptic Church is not the standard for nothing the but the Coptic Church. Hold that's on. That's the Let me first Jews and Christians, right? Right, but everything is not going to be wrote down and written in the stones. Everything okay. is not. Okay, why, so, why didn't the Gnostics have it? Why didn't the Coptics have it? I mean, Christianity and Judaism are African religions. So I went back I, to the original. And I'm just saying. Hear, hear me his, out. His writing, I think Paul's writing is not in there. I, I think what you, you remember when Christ said, it is written that a man should not put away his wife unless you give him a bill of divorcement. Yeah. But I right. say, but I say, now he's going to go from a written law to a law wrote in their hearts. Watch this. This is all Paul did. 
And the reason why I didn't just go throughout the scripture, comb through the scriptures and find in other situations where non Paul people people other than Paul did the same thing Christ is about to do, I just think people understand. But I really feel like I'm gonna to have to do it. Because people are really trying to push this Paul away who wrote half of the New Testament. He, the Western, hold up, the Western Bible's New Testament is not in every Christian tradition. I understand, and was and on I the other asked, night. I had a teacher in seminary that I asked, I said, well, why, why is Paul so, so venerated? He said, well, first of all, uh, Yeshua's disciples would not teach you unless you are Hebrew, which is what he told them not to do. He told them not to do it. And then he said, Paul was the one who bought Christianity to the Gentiles, and they just adopted it and put it in the book. Well, let me say this. Now, of course, you know, uh, I'm not a theologian. I, I, okay. I, I don't, I don't, it's some things I just know by the Spirit, but that don't uh-huh. seem to have the weight. Folks saying it's got you wrote down in the law. Hold on, hold on. Number one, when you start talking about things written, they can be tampered with, whatever right. it is. So it seemed to me when Christ said, since we don't, since Paul is on trial here, Paul says, I mean, when Christ said, man shall live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. Hold on a second. You know, y'all got, hold on, hold on a second. Bear with me. Slow down. I'm forgetting my trains of thought. Let me go back to what you said about what I was going to say about Christ. Christ said it is written, you put away a wife, give a written uh, uh, um, divorce. But I say, if you think in your heart this, if you lust in your heart towards a woman, you've committed adultery. He said, don't put away a woman. Moses said, don't put away a woman unless you, uh, it's for adultery, and you give, give her a written bill, you know, of divorcement. But I say, if you even think in your heart, now, these Israelites, to me, not all, not all, not all. I'm an Israelite. <laughs> you have to be careful calling them the Israelites because they don't represent the nation of Israel in Australia, India, China, Europe, or America. They are few group of people making a loud noise, and the reason why they're being heard because they're the most powerful nation with the most powerful media, and everybody thinks they are the standard. This is why I'm having this. That's why I decided to have this topic. I want to talk about this topic is because, yeah, they're important. So if the if Christ wants to say it's now in your it's in your spirit, what what's in your spirit is, is hold the weight of your matter. Why do we want to keep going back to the letter? And no matter well, how many you know, times, because, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me get this out. No matter how, hold on a second, just started talking. No matter how many times I say this, it's like I'm not saying it. We keep more than the law. It's like I'm saying don't keep the law when I say we keep more than the law. Well, brother, you saying we don't keep the law. I just said we keep more than the law. Yeah, I don't know why yo, you keep saying we don't have to keep the law. I keep saying we keep more than the law. I don't understand it. It's like, this is why I say it's like a spirit of division. 
If I go cuss Confusion. somebody out, if I say division, if I cuss somebody out at Whataburger or McDonald's, the spirit might say, turn around and go back. The law is not necessarily going to say that. The spirit walks with us and teaches us why Christ said, it is what's going to lead you guys to tell our truth. But see, these Israelites, the reason, you ever notice something? Watch me. Please hear me. These Israelites, the young folk I'm talking about, you never hear these terms. And you better ask yourself why. Why don't they ever talk about the spirit? You never hear it. Why don't they ever talk about the nine gifts of the spirit? You never hear it. See, if they can just keep it letter. They can say, here it is, wrote here, you ain't doing it, I'm going to get you. But when it's in the heart, like Brother Ken would just say, you just trivialize saying, you know, we feel like we're superior. Listen to what you're hearing, brothers and sisters. Listen to me. Listen to Sister Eliana. Listen to all of us. And you ask the Father, what is his will? And I know because I said that it may come off like I know it all. I, I'm just, I'm a nobody. Just because I have a show, that don't mean nothing. Sister Eliana can be just as right. A brother Kenwin could be just right. He, we, he could be on and we off. But seemed like to me, Romans 2, Pastor Chris, talked about those Jews that were circumcised. He talked about a people that pleased the Most High, and they were not circumcised. But because by their heart, they did the things that was pleasing to God by their heart, he said these people who are not uncircumcised, their heart has made them circumcised. Go figure that. How can okay, somebody can who's not circumcised something? be circumcised by their heart? And then it said they please the Father. And then it says those that were circumcised didn't please the Father. So it seemed like to me versus pre- pushing the issue of getting your, you know what, cut, you need your heart cut. Well, ahead, wait brother. a minute. Can I say something now? You know, if you go, have you ever read the Abrahamic covenant about circumcision? You and all your offspring, all of the slaves in your house, anybody born in your house, it's pretty I believe specific. It. I believe in doing it, yeah. Okay, but, but not, how can not, a man not, not wait? Way that, not Paul, than the heart. You know, Paul, wait a minute. Who is teaching? You even said it. The Romans, they are not Jews. They were Gentile Romans. Okay, so he said, oh, no, you don't have to be circumcised because you are not under the covenant. So you don't have to worry about the circumcision. I'm saying what you just said as an example was Jesus interpreting the law. He didn't change it. He was telling, he was trying to impart to them what he felt that it meant. Exactly. And I'm not changing it. Well, actually, actually, huh? Go ahead, Eliana. Go ahead, Eliana. Actually, Jesus, Jesus interpreting, actually, Jesus was bringing clarification because if okay. we really believe in the deity of Jesus, then we know that he is God. Right. God who set the law, God who set the commandment, God who set the order, God who established worship. So Jesus was bringing clarification because man has a tendency to get off track. Right. That's why he said, do not think that I have come to take away the law or to change the law and the prophets. I have not, because he was God incarnate who established all things. Right. He said, I'm coming to fulfill 
But what was he coming to fulfill? He was coming to fulfill that which was spoken of him out of the mouth of the prophet, out of the mouth of the angels, when the angels spoke to his mother Miriam, out of the mouth of the chief prophet of all time, Moses, whom he came in the stead and likeness of, who was so important to the Most High that he hid his body. And no one knows where the body of Moses lies. So Jesus came to clarify because he was God incarnate, trying to bring clarification on the level of mankind so that man would have a better understanding of what is required of him. I just wanted to add that in. No, that's true. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. You know, I just use right. a different word. Right, I want to word. add that for the listeners who are going to be listening in yeah. the archives yeah. so that they have yeah. an understanding of what I we're talking about. Right, right. But, you know, you know, um, Yeshua, if he was God incarnate, why didn't he send his, why didn't he, why did Yeshua say, hey, don't go to the Gentiles or the Samaritans with this, go only to the lost sheep of Israel? Because that was the covenant that was to be made at that time. Right. They had to be perfected first. And remember, before he ascended, he told them to go and and wait in the city until the day of Pentecost. And then once they were filled with the Ruach, they were free to go to the first, to Jerusalem, to Judea, Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. But they needed the Ruach inside of them first in order to accomplish the will of the Father on high. Oh, my dad wants to say something. I'm with my father. This is Bishop Richard. He is 79. Well, I got caught with a bunch of food in my mouth, so forgive me. Listen, was it necessary for Jesus to die? And he was the most high. Do you have to die? Was it necessary? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, could you clarify why it was necessary for him to die? If you're asking uh, the, the listeners and, and us why was it necessary for Christ to die, because the law could not bring us salvation. <clears throat> uh, we needed a lamb slain. Uh, uh, we need a, we needed something that could bring us before the Father, blameless, proud, not proud in an arrogant way, but have confidence. And this is Brother Kim was kind of alluding to this earlier, but it's not a haughtiness we have, but He made us righteous. If He say you're righteous, we're righteous, mm-hmm. and Christ did that through His offering. So we needed the Messiah to die and give us that boldness to come before the Father and the boldness to stand before other men and say, we are made righteous. I also believe, I agree with you, and I believe also that the reason why you have to die because there had to be a blood sacrifice. Yeah. In the beginning, you know, most days, the Father, the Most High told them to pay for man's sin. We needed several types of animal sacrifices. Brother bulls and goats. The scripture says in Hebrew that could not possibly take away the sins. The God was tired. Well, I'm sorry, the most I was tired of all the bulls and goats. 
sacrifice. And so the son says, Lo, I come on the volume of the book that's written of me. I delight to do thy will, and the body thou hast prepared for me. There was a saying that he said, I will go down and redeem man. But you see, no matter how righteous we are in the sight of the Most High, we could not be righteous enough until he could see the blood of his son shed on everyone that believes that turns turn to him. He washes them in his blood and makes them just. You see, now we're justified now through the blood of the cross. Otherwise, without the blood, the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. And Christ appeared, and Hebrew says, once for all, to pay the sin, put away the sin by the sacrifice of himself. When he did that, he pleased the Father. And now we're having access to the Father through Yeshua HaMashiach. You see, without Yeshua HaMashiach, there's no access to the Father that shed blood upon our soul, washing us from our sins. The lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Scripture also said revelation that we have washed our robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb, spiritual robes. So that's the only blood cleanser and whiter can save mankind and make him just before the most high. It's about the blood of his son. Thanks for letting me uh, share that question. Well, let me say let me say this. Uh, let me say this, if I may. I appreciate those words. Uh, I, I want to know what the callers, not the callers, but the co-hosts, and the callers as well. If you're on the phone lines, you want to get in, or just press one. Brothers and sisters, again, you're tuning to the Fossils on Network. We have... On the line, um, Sister Eliana Badia from California, M- Mercy, California, Brother Pastor uh, Chris, all the way from Forward, Texas, and, and Brother Kenwin Castleberry from Tyler, Texas. They're our co-hosts for tonight, and we're just talking about several things, but pretty much uh, talking about pistols and the validity of Paul and so forth. And I kind of want the call to hit that a little bit, too. But before you – actually, let's do this. What if you – what if you – and, appreci- and I appreciate what you said so far. Let's do this in two pieces. If you don't mind holding on, uh, I want to know what Brother Kenwin and Pastor Chris have to say with what you just said. And then I want to ask you about Apostle Paul being an older minister. Uh, I'd love to know what you have to share about some of the concerns you heard about Paul tonight. But let me, let's do that after they respond to what you've just said. Pastor Chris, any comments on Oh, give me your name again one, one, once more. I know you're Cecilia's father, but what's your name again? Uh, yeah, Bishop Jim, Bishop Jim Richard, um, the father of Eliana. Yes, yes, and again, welcome to the yeah. show. I remember uh, I see you, you on some on Facebook, and I've heard you teaching. Very good teacher, might I add. But Pastor Chris, comments, mm-hmm. please. I I fully agree with Bishop. Yeshua came to take the sins of the Hebrew Israelites. And, you know, that's why he had to die. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, the other thing I want to add, I don't, I'm not disagreeing, but have you ever looked up the definition of Messiah? Well, Pastor Chris, do I, my favor, do my favor, do my favor, just just only because we got another one in the, in okay. the uh, 
uh, uh, just okay. hold that, okay. and we can talk about that in a second. I don't want I don't want you to forget it now because I like to know where okay. we going where you going with that. But uh, brother Kenwin, any comments on what uh, 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 Bishop Richards was just saying? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I agree with him, man. Uh, Christ is our everything, man. Uh, without him, it's just uh, this some sins that we was committing, a bull and a ram couldn't cover. Uh, you follow the law, um, you know, and you make a mistake uh, here and there in your lives, in all, any, any one of our lives, um, I, I really do believe that bull and ram was designed to wipe that away. However, when we read the scriptures, uh, the Israelites were doing things that was so outrageous, that was so against the Most High, that uh, the sins wasn't able to be covered. So the Most High got his son to die for our sins to cover those extreme sins that we was committing. And okay. uh and it's with his blood that we still have our, have today. But yeah, well, I, I agree say, with him. Well I appreciate that. Excuse me, uh, Jeff. Go ahead. I dialed my father in on his own phone and I pressed one. He's in the host okay. queue. Right. I mean, I see I'm gonna the... stay on I need to oh. take my brother some food, so my de- my father is on, in, right in, in on the line with everyone. Okay, I see the hand up, and uh, okay, I was coming to that hand, and so let me just open up now since it's your father. Okay, two zero nine three two eight. Your your phone is now on as well. I thought this was another call. I was going to come to it, but okay, uh, Bishop Richard, you're there, right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Seth, God bless you. Okay, all right, let's do this. Now let me just kind of go back to something was said earlier. All right, uh, brother, uh, brother Kenwin and brother and Pastor Chris, thank you all for those words. Let's switch gears back to Paul. Uh, Pastor Chris is saying that the Coptic Church and other African religions does not even include Paul in their writings. A lot of young people, Israelites, um, Keep in mind, again, listeners, they don't represent the whole nation of Israel. I mean, they are, they do represent it in somewhat. They are indeed Israelites, I believe. But they don't speak for uh, the millions of Israelites, I think, in America, incognito, in a lot of these churches. A lot of these people do believe. I remember congregations, Pentecostal congregation early in history actually embraced this. Prophet Cherubin talking about this in the 1800s that African Americans were he didn't say African-Americans, but blacks were the so-called uh, Jews of the Bible, and that was in the 1800s. So this is an old, old, ancient, old, thousands of year old revelation. So please don't uh, curtail this to a few, pe- few thousand people in, 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 in New York, okay? But I believe there's some missteps where Paul is concerned, but that's just Brother Seth talking. So, Bishop, uh, again, your word can be challenged like anybody else, but what do you have to say? How important is Paul um, with regards to credence? God bless you. That's a good question. Uh, I believe now, of course, I'm speaking from the years I've read of the King James Version of the Bible. I've read a few other little translations. 
he clarifies himself as to uh, what, how he got into the gospel, his conversion. Uh, first, he was a Hebrew that was uh, against the church, against Christ, against Christianity. He was hauling people off to jail and all prison and probably even to death for the they were uh polluting the Hebrew faith of the Mosaic law. And he was trying to stop this way, this new uh way of belief after the most after Christ had risen uh from the dead and went back to his father. Until one day he had a spiritual revelation from God Himself on his way to Damascus, and I, I do believe strongly that that in, in his testimony, this is how he God converted him, blinding his eyes and telling him, uh, sending a right another person. Bishop, 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 if I may, if yes, I may, just for time's uh-huh. sake, uh, what the what the what the issue is is a lot of people are feeling like his letters to the Ephesus or his letters to Corinth or his letters to certain Gentiles were not to be paid attention by the Israelites. They didn't relate to the Israelites. In uh-uh. other words, well, book yeah, that's Hebrews, true. Yeah. the book of Hebrews, well, hear me out, like the book, like for instance, Paul talked a lot about spiritually, spiritual, things we do spiritual. Yes, yes. That fulfill mm-hmm. the law. One point here. Okay. Point. Love the Lord thy God, all thy heart, mind, soul, and body. Love thy neighbor thyself. And in these two hang all of the law. Well, the Israelites the would say, well, he wasn't talking to no Hebrews. So, uh, 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 and again, those You're of us. Confused, brother. Hold on a second. Let me get out what I'm saying because I'm not confused. Because y'all picking and choosing what you want to hear with it, with Paul. But you can talk and talk to him yourself in a second. Just let me get this out. Whenever we start talking about obeying the Father inward with the inward heart, some kind of way, not necessarily anybody on, on this show, but throughout the years, people are thinking because we're saying, love the Lord thy God with all the heart, mind, soul, body, love thy neighbor, and when you do this, you obey the law. They're hearing, yeah. we believe we ain't, you ain't supposed to keep the law. We're just saying mm-hmm. we're not justified by the law. In other words, when we fall, when we straight out sin, lie, cut somebody out, yeah. because yeah. of the blood of Christ and the trust in Christ for our salvation, our sins are forgiven. They don't penetrate us. Right. Now, we confess it, we turn away from it, but under the law, these folks are saying, this is what they're saying, they're trying to act like the 613 thing is what we go by and not mm-hmm. what Paul told the Gentiles. So let me just, yeah. just out of respect for Brother Kenwin, let me let you him ask you a question, Bishop, as though he's the moderator. Let me turn off Seth. Because everybody's going to say, oh, I got it wrong. But yet, people are hearing y'all. Okay? Paul yeah. is getting shade on him. For real. So let's not play with that. So, again, to the bishop, Brother Kenwin, ask your question, please. What what I, what you think I'm trying to say? Uh, well, you had mentioned uh, something Christ said, and you 
saying that Paul said it, and that's why I'm saying that you're confused on that. <clears throat> but as uh, far as Paul go with the Hebrew Israelites, I, I think it's the way it's supposed to go. Uh, Paul mm-hmm. is, like you said, speaking in a spiritual manner, and he's, a lot of times he uses himself as the example and explaining to the Gentiles on the walk. Um, I mean, you, we see that in Romans 9. Uh, we hear about it in Romans 2, uh, and in Ephesians also. Uh, he, he, he always uh, speak about the Jews that's over there, uh, that they are the ones who have the covenant, have the laws, who's the oracles of God. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's, that's his ministry. Uh, the problem, I, we don't have a problem with Paul. There's a lot of good to get out of Paul. The problem is, brother, that we're trying to tell our older brothers who believe that Paul's understanding, spiritual uh, understanding, is the only way to go to Christ. Mm-hmm. We try to say your heritage belongs over here, um, that you're Hebrew under this blood mm-hmm. covenant with us. Okay, hold and on, brother. this is the way hold we on, go. I know now you're cutting me off. Okay, go no, ahead. No, no. Let me do this. Just just for clarity's sake, I really want us to continue to go in peace and everything, but I don't want it to sound like, like right now you sound like, we don't have a problem with Paul. Everything's fine. And, brother, <laughs> listen, listen. I want you, because people heard you earlier. And we, and we were very serious. So let's just get very pointed. What is it Paul's saying that you think Jesus is saying or Yeshua is saying different? And we're coming to you, caller, after the dial, after they come to Paul's here. But I just want to be really pointed with this. What do you believe Paul said? Like, here's one thing he said right here. This is not for us. Give me a case in point. Paul going against Christ, and, and, and they, they, they're saying different things. So this is when you don't listen to Paul, you listen to Christ. What? Give me an example, brother. Like, all right, like you said, people are listening, all right, and they just heard you misconstrued everything I just said. <laughs> I never said that Paul's in disagreement with Christ. I have okay. never said that. Okay, okay. These, I'm me, saying his me, ministry was to Gentiles. Let, let me rephrase him, because we've got the bishop on, and I want him to get a, 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 a clear question. Because if there's no problems with Paul, and you love him and he's everything's good, then when we mention Paul, you'll be like, that's not for us. So let's do this. Because we really are talking about current events, and we're very serious. We could be wrong. You could be right. So make your case, brother. What is Paul saying I'm, I'm, that do not relate to us? That do not relate uh, to us? Okay. Well, hold on. Let Brother Kingwood get this out. Hold on, Bishop. Just okay, Brother Kingwood, please. Okay. Well, Paul said uh, for in his ministry that they don't have to keep the law at all. Uh, they Just as long as they... Uh, sustained from blood, uh, from fornication, and a couple more other things, and then they're good. Okay. 
right. I'll stop right there. That's stop different, right brother. Stop right, there. stop right there. Stop right there. That's a good point. Yeah. If Paul said what you said, I would disagree. Uh-huh. Chapter and verse what Paul said. Hold on. Hold on, Cecilia. Hold on. Hold on. For clarity's sake, y'all. Because this is what we want. We want the bishop to respond. Now, that was good. Where did Paul say we don't have to keep the law? No, no. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, everybody. Just, just. What I want Brother Kenwood to do, he's going to give us scripture and verse, and then we're going to say, well, Bishop, Paul just said you have to keep the law, so what say you? That's what I want to happen here. So, Brother Kenwood, please, chapter and verse what Paul said, Gentiles, you don't have to keep the law. All right. Uh, you got to give me a minute, brother. I got to go to the scripture. <clears throat> All right. Well, hold on. Well, hold on. We we'll give you about thirty seconds because this is important, everybody. I know I'm telling people to hold them. I know I'm being a little bit tight with the monitoring here, but I want the bishop. I really want to hear, not me. Y'all heard from me. I want to hear what he has to say, but he needs verse and chapter. You know what? Well, I'm gonna just go to where James and Paul saying that. Uh, let's go to Acts twenty-one. Uh, to do. Let's go. Acts 21, and let's go, uh, all right, uh, Acts 21, verse uh, 21, 21. Okay. Let me just, let me read it, read it all. It'll just take five, uh, two, two minutes here. Go right ahead, take uh, All right. And when we were come to Jerusalem, the brethren received us gladly. And the day following Paul went in with us unto James, and all the elders were present. He's in Jerusalem. All right. And when he had saluted them and declared particularly what things God had wrought among the Gentiles by his ministry, and when they heard it, they glorified the Lord and said unto him, Thou seest, brother, how many thousands of Jews that are which that there that are thousands of Jews there are which believe, and they all are zealous of the law, and they are informed of thee that thou teachest all the Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to circumcise their children, neither to walk after their customs. What is this, therefore? The multitude must needs come together. Both sides need to come together. For they will hear that thou art come. Do their this that we say to thee. We have four men which have a vow on them. Uh, take them, purify thyself with them, and be at charges with them that they may shave their heads and all may know that those things were, wherefore they were informed concerning thee are nothing, that they're misunderstood, they're wrong. But thou, but that thou thyself also walkest orderly and keepest the law. This is James telling Paul. As touching the Gentiles, we believe, me and James and Paul, we have written and have concluded that they observe no such thing, save only that they keep themselves from things offered to idols and from blood, and from strangle, and from fornication. Then Paul took the men, and the next day purified himself. And, and you know, but my point is, 
I read that to say, to see, to show you and anybody else listening that James' ministry included the law in his ministry. Along with John, I can go to him too. Um, you break the law, that's a sin. All right? But in Paul's ministry to the Gentiles, that's not. So that lets you know that there's a difference between the Jews, how they believed in the law and Christ, and how Paul's ministry was to Gentiles. So there's, okay. there's this two streets, two-sided streets there. I got okay. you. Bishop Richards. Yes. I'm here. I'm trying to, uh, I'm, the script is very familiar with me, but I'm, like my, my brother here, I'm trying to find exactly and ask where uh, this, uh, what, what was that act scripture, brother, about Paul? It was, uh, was, yeah, it was Acts 21. I started at 17 and yeah. read it all the way to 25. Uh-huh. Right. Now, this Paul, remember, he said himself in Romans, touching the law, I, I'm, a, I'm a Hebrew of Hebrews. I'm, I was uh, on the tribe of Benjamin, see. Uh, he identified himself. And he was zealous for the Hebrew faith, the law. He'd been keeping the law as Moses. But he says until the time he met the Lord and was converted, he began to tell now the Hebrews, now Christ has come. Now you're keeping the law and you're being circumcised, but Christ has paid the ultimate sacrifice for all the laws because he can't fulfill the law. Now, when you get into Christ and be converted, you are now to, since Christ has paid for every sin that the laws required you to bring an offering, he's become that ultimate offering. So now you have to live a morally clean life now before the Lord. Now, remember the law, Paul said, was good. It was a mirror. It was just to show us our sin. Christ, so he said, there was a script, I'm trying to find the scripture. Romans says, for the law um, was weak through the flesh. Uh, God had to, to give a remedy to make man strong enough to live under the law through grace. And once that Christ filled his father's uh, his uh, purpose to uh, totally ab- abolish the multi-sacrificial uh, uh, bulls, goats, pigeons, turtle doves. All we had to do now was follow Christ, follow the spirit of the Lord through Christ by just uh, watching our behavior, our love toward one another, our love toward Christ, uh, putting on a uh, the acts of uh, goodwill toward one another, you know. As he said, if you love the, the Lord, uh, the what do you call the Most High, as uh, with all that heart, mind, and soul, you're going to follow his ways. You're going to follow the ways of Christ. You love your neighbor as yourself. You're fulfilling the law. You're not hating. You're not, you don't have murder in your heart. You don't have lust. You don't have adultery, fornication, or uncleanliness. You're following. You're following. The law, but now Christ has grace to you because even if you sin, He's already paid for that sin through His blood. So all you have to do now is just say, "Father, 
forgive me. I had a weak moment there. I need you to give me the strength so I can walk in the spirit of love, in the spirit of Christ. See, now Romans uh, 6 says this. We are justified. I'm sorry, Romans 5. We are justified by faith. This is what Paul was trying to get the Jews to understand. Christ now justifies you by your faith that he is the prohibition for the sins, not only of the Jews, the Hebrews, but for the whole world. See, this was a, see the, 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 the gospel of the Hebrews was a gospel of inclusion. God wanted his people to fully get the law and practice it down until the Savior was going to come. They were going to, re, they were going to repent and receive uh, his son as the ultimate sacrifice for sin, totally freeing them from sin and, and returning them back to the Father being holy living on earth until such a time that Christ was going to take them into another place, another world, another dimension where there would be no more a tendency to do wrong. There would be no uh, evil spirits or evil uh, uh, entities taking our flesh back into the things that was displeasing to God. And the Hebrews thought, okay, Paul's gone mad. He, he's gotten up into the way of the Christians, and we don't understand you still got to keep the law. You still got to be circumcised. And Paul said in Corinthians, he says, uh, circumcision and uncircumcision is nothing except keeping the commandments. You see? Okay. So then, Bishop, okay. Bishop, do me a favor because yes, ahead, you're building, you're building, and yes. we're trying to go back and forth. But I wanted you to get out a lot to see because you're new. You're not new, but we haven't heard from you. We've heard from all of the co-hosts as it relates to what yeah. Brother King was saying, and I want us a new voice in there. So let me just take a quick little sorrow. Brother John is in the house, everybody, and he's trying to get in here. He's been trying to get in for a while. So I just yeah. want Brother King to do me a favor, Brother King, in your mind, I don't want you to go past about 45 seconds. What are you getting from what the bishop is saying? And then Brother John will come to you, I promise. Forgive me, Brother. But go ahead, Brother King, please, quickly. Okay, well, uh, the bishop is uh, uh, laying out <clears throat> the spiritual uh, part of what Paul have, uh, came and did and, and what he was able to establish. Uh, and I do believe that uh, uh, Christ gave him the uh, leadership and direction to do so, uh, to fulfill the mixed multitude prophecy um, that had to be done. All right, and... Um, uh, I, I don't have a problem with what Bishop was saying, um, really. Okay. Because uh, right, my, my whole okay, all right. All right, well, since you have a problem, that's good, and I'm only cutting you off for time, so you know when you get to this last final, I start kind of cutting in because, you know, time. Gotcha. So let's go to Brother John. Brother John, you've heard the Bishop, you heard Brother King, you heard Brother uh, Pastor Chris, you heard Sister Eliana, myself. What say you? All the way in Inglewood, California. This Hi, is Brother everybody. John, a co-host. Baltimore, Maryland, actually. That's why I haven't been able to be on the line, Seth. Uh, I, I appreciate you allowing me to have a voice because over the last couple of weeks, when you put out the the the, the text of who's going to be there, I couldn't be there, or I didn't know if I could be there. And even tonight, I just barely got there, and so I didn't I didn't hear all the people that you stated. But I do want to say hi to everyone. Sister Eliana, What's up? Uh, her father's a bishop. Uh, hello, hello. Ca- uh, Brother Castleberry, Brother Seth, Brother Pastor Chris, good to hear you. Uh, 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Uh we go back a little bit um goodness grace, I can't believe we're still harp harping on this. Um and and what I'm about to say is not necessarily gonna quote unquote set the record straight, but I'm gonna make a comment and then I'm gonna finish up a question that I started to ask you, Brother Castleberry, three weeks ago and my line got cut off after ten PM and I couldn't get back in. But uh-huh. we were right there. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna finish that question. I am in disbelief that we are still going back and forth over the particulars of Paul. At the end of the day, we all know that Paul was put into the canon because what he said did not cause issue to the Roman Empire. It doesn't mean that what he said was not true. It doesn't mean that what he said was not inspired by the Holy Spirit, just like all of the other persons who spoke in the Old Testament. It doesn't mean that. It just means that he made it into the canon, the canon that was put together by people who were not Jews. Okay? But the fact is, is that if Paul said two plus two is four, that is a truth. It's a truth. It doesn't make a difference whether you're a Gentile or a Jew. Two plus two will be four, and mathematics will be mathematics no matter what nationality you are, no matter what country you hail from, two plus two is four. It bothers me that you guys, and when I say you guys, I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying that we're saying that Paul, yes, his ministry was to the Gentiles, but in Romans he said plainly, I speak to those who know the law. I've said this several times. And when he spoke of these things, he talked about a woman being married and her husband, whom, when he's alive, if she goes to be with another, she's called an adulterer. But if he's dead, she's no longer under that law. She's freed from that law. Folks, that's right there in the Ten Commandments. And to be honest, it's a natural law. Even people who do not have the Ten Commandments have a general understanding of not to be messing around with another man's wife. It is that's right. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it, Brother Castleberry. Yeah, take your time. Take your time, we, John. We, I'm good. Three weeks ago, we were in the midst of a conversation, and I asked you, right. which would you prefer, to be the physical Jew or the spiritual Jew? And I believe at the time you said the spiritual Jew. Am I mistaken? Yeah, the physical Jew. You'd rather be the physical Jew. Great. So you um, want to come under the grace and provision that Christ offers us. And so I right. was through the questioning, I was, I was asking you about. Um, Hold on, Brother Casper, did you say physical Jew or spiritual saying, Jew? Yeah, physical. He, he physical Jew. Physical this time. Okay, so Brother Casper is saying physical this Jew, was, Brother Jonathan. I know that. He didn't say that last time, but that's, he can take that this time. I'm okay with it. Uh, the, the oh, point uh, that if, you, if you recall, Brother Castleberry, you, if you recall, I told you that God is a spirit, and we must worship him in spirit and truth. So I got this real small question just before I ask any other question. Why would you want to be a physical Jew knowing that God is a spirit and you don't want to be a spiritual Jew, do you think that you can worship God in spirit and truth from a standpoint of physicality only? Uh, wow. 
that's a that's a weird question. Uh, well, I'm gonna do my best in trying to answer it, brother. Uh, uh, God uh, set it up this way uh, to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Uh, there's a the spirituality uh, on the Messianic Jew side, but uh, it seems like it's uh, as far as this conversation is going. It's like the spirituality is only in Paul's teaching. Uh, and that right there is throwing me a loop. Very the fact that we no, all no, read no, the Bible on, on, Kenwin, and the spirituality no, 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 is Kenwin. only on one side. But brother Kenwin, hold on a second. Brother John is—he <laughs> just asked you a question. That was a good question. Okay. Answer that, please, right. if you could, if you don't mind. Oh, uh, oh, I didn't answer it right. Okay, well, okay. Uh, I didn't think uh, you answered. Uh, you have to. Can I worship God in uh, spirit and truth? I'm, can you repeat the question then, man? Actually, I could do you one better. I'm going to make that a rhetorical question not meant to be answered. And the reason why no, Brother is that John, that was a very impossible. good question. Hold on a second. Let me it ask is. the question. Let well, me I'm ask you his question. Hold, hold on, hold on, Brother John, Brother John, Brother John, Brother John. Let me ask, because we're trying to help our brother. If he indeed need help, we may be the one that's off. So out of respect for him, this can go either way. But I really like that question. God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship mm-hmm. the truth. The law is physical. It talks about it being the letter. It talks about how you have, if you have the letter, no spirit. It's not a good thing. He asks you, how can you please this spiritual father being a natural Israelite? Well, it's in the oh. scriptures how to, how to please him. I mean, uh, by Doing following the commandments, who, and pleasing who, who, him who by doing so. Who in the Old Testament did that? Wait, wait, who wait, pleased wait, wait, the wait, Father? Wait, wait. Seth, Seth, if I may, if I may, Brother Castleberry, as Seth was saying, and I will repeat it, it's not that I'm trying to get you uh, to say like what you're doing is wrong because I'm not. What I'm trying to do is say, can you see? The better the, the 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 better covenant, the better promises. It, can you see that? Because if you can see it, it's there for you to have. And what you think is that you have both because you are a physical Jew, and I agree, and you come under the law, obviously so, and you are messianic coming under Christ, but there's an issue with that because those are two different priesthoods with two different sets of laws. One is the Levitical priesthood, and one is the priesthood which the uh, high priest is the Messiah, two different law sets. One law is the Levitical priesthood, and the other one is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. You can't operate under two laws under two different priesthoods, and as a matter of fact, you cannot even be under Christ because you don't even believe that the covenant is there. You don't even believe that the covenant is made. So how could you actually be under the, the authority of Jesus Christ when he hasn't shed the blood yet? How could it be? I have uh, something to say. That is so true. Hold on, Sister Eliana. Y'all heard her say, Sister Eliana, you want to get in. So, uh, Brother Kenwin, he pointed the question at you, so just make it super yeah, short. Yeah. So we get in Sister Eliana, then we're going to go to the bishop, we're going to go to uh, Pastor Chris. Please. All right, all right. okay. There's the mechanics of Messianic Jews, I guess, is what it boils down to. You want to know the, the how we do it, I guess, is the question, is what he's saying? Uh, I know how to well, do it. Uh, 
it's, I mean, I don't, I don't fully understand. Well, hold on, hold on. My, my point is, we, 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 hold on, let me, let me say something. Uh, we all read the, read the Bible, right? We believe in it. We believe in Christ, everybody. I want to think we read these scriptures, right? And um, yeah. we see what Christ has done for us, right? We all accept that. Right. Okay, now his question was, is like, if you don't believe you're the new covenant right now, then I, you don't believe in Christ? Is that, I don't know if that's what he was saying. Okay, well, hold on. Did you not cover him? I don't brother, know. I don't know. I'm still on, trying to map out how he put that. Hold on, brother. Okay, Kenway. can I just yeah. say hold my on. statement? Hold on, Sister because hold on, Sister because we said we was gonna let him go quickly, and then we gonna bring you in. He just said he didn't understand Brother John's question. So, Brother John, you hear what's going on here, Sister Eliana? I'll jump in here. So, ask the question again, Brother Kenwin. Please listen, answer it quickly, because we want to get into Sister Eliana and Bishop Richards. Want to hear one from him again, and then Pastor Chris for sure. So, uh, Brother John, go ahead one more time. Your question, please. <laughs> Brother John, go ahead to question, please. Okay. I don't know what's going on Brother John's phone. Uh, Sister Eliana, go ahead. We'll come back to Brother John asking the question again. Okay. Thank you. All right. So Brother John talked about two different covenants and two different laws. But Jeremiah thirty-one thirty-three says, this is the covenant. I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Most High. Like I had said before, it is this whole thing is about the Most High. He set the order. He set the covenant. He set the laws. He realized the people couldn't keep them in the physical way. So this is the new covenant that we're all striving to. The reason why the Most High came in the flesh as the Messiah. He said, this is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time. Not even the Gentiles. Let's be clear. Declares the Most High. I will put my law, not another law, not a different law. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. We all know that when he gathers the Hebrews out of the, the, the diaspora, out of the four corners of the earth, he said he will gather us into the wilderness, and he will purify us there. We are not purified tonight in the way we are forgiven from our sins, but we're not purified in the way the Most High wants to purify us. The same laws that he wrote, that Moshe wrote on tablets of stone, the same covenant that the Most High made with the blood of bull and goat, that Yeshua came to take away what law? The law of sin and death. That's the only thing he came okay. to take away. He uh, did not come to take away the law or the prophets. He said that. But mm-hmm. the Most High is still after the same thing because he says, I am the same. I change not. So the law that he originally established in the flesh, that he's the new covenant that he's talking about, he's going to write it in our brain and put it in our heart 
because we do not have the ability, even with the Messiah, to keep it unless the Most High puts it in the members of our DNA. He's I got a scripture. Eliana, the scripture says that he uh, is purified when he has this hope, and he does me saying he's purifying himself, even as, as he is pure, as Christ is pure. So as long as we keep his law in our hearts and our minds, that does purify us, takes us un, uh, out, of, un, out of condemnation, and we're also passing death unto life. See, the keeping his law in Christ purifies us. And, and I do believe that this is the wilderness that we are in. Now, he will take us and bring us where he wants to bring us when he gathers us all out of the, the other nations of the world. Yeah, I do believe he's going to bring us back to the Holy Land in his own okay. way, his own time. Go ahead. Okay. Bishop. Thanks for letting me. Bishop. This, yeah, this is. Uh, Bishop, I got Go a ahead. question for you, Bishop. Uh, do you associate yeah. the new covenant with the gathering? You associate them uh, together? Uh, yes. This is what I believe about the gathering. There is an old, old okay. that says, gather, gather my sanctified ones. Uh, to, for I'm going down, I'm a little rushed on the scriptures. But in the Old Testament, it's talking about the gathering of those who do believe uh, in God's uh, covenant, new covenant coming. Those who kept, I made a covenant with them, and they're keeping my commandments. And now we can only keep his commandments perfectly through his son. When we keep his commandments and we live and walk right, right for him, he will gather us, because he says that in the scriptures. Uh, I think in Matthew 24, he says, send us for his angels. Because the first thing I read when he says, he will gather out all things of the king, kingdom that, Offend and many do iniquity. There's also a, a statement in Revelation talks about uh, because you keep the word of my patience, I will keep thee from that hour that's going to come upon the whole world. See, so Christ, as long as we're walking in the Spirit of Christ, He is keeping us, and we're being gathered in His in His way, uh, waiting, uh, waiting for the final gathering where He's going to gather us all. Just as when he blows the trumpet, he's going to gather all the saints. Okay. Well, let, let me let me just okay. really quickly, everybody, if you don't mind, Bishop. There's a hand went up, and uh, phone lines are hopping tonight, boy. I tell you, Erica. Uh, uh, so, Bishop, if you don't mind, I want to I want to go to the uh, the phone line because I don't know how long they've been holding. Have a, the phone line is full of people. Again, folks, you're tuning to the Fox Stone Network. We have a slew of people on the phone line. I won't try to mention everybody, uh, but y'all see what's happening. We we on this topic again about uh, you hear it. So uh, let's go to the phone lines. Eric code eight one seven. Y'all know the topic. Eight one seven seven zero one. I do apologize. You see what's going on though. We're getting to people as we can. Uh, go ahead with your question or comment. We would like to know your name. What city you're calling from, and how did you hear about the show? Please, go right ahead. Good evening, Brother Seth. This is Ella Shua. How y'all doing? All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, Ella Shua. Hey, Ella Shua. Well, hey, brother. You see what's going on? So so just share and and try to keep it under about four minutes at the mask because I know how we can get here. So just try to keep it short as possible. You've got to have you on as a moderator, though, or either co-host. But go ahead. Okay, real quick. Um, I want to respond to John's question. 
And it's a question that I've heard that question posed. And as an Israelite, I find that question almost, an, and, and no offense to John, I understand the, 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 the method behind it, but as an Israelite, born again of the Spirit, why should I have to choose? Because I have an inheritance in both, so why should I have to choose? I think the problem is, is that we keep trying to go through Paul, and Paul is an apostle to the Gentiles. Why don't right. we deal with the Messiah's words himself and deal with that and go through that, that, that venue right there? And it goes back to the, the book of Hebrews. Jim was quoting that. Well, if you go to the book of Hebrews, chapter 8, verse 4, it tells you what the new covenant is. And in the new covenant, it says that I'm going to write what? My laws and my commandments upon the heart. There is never any insinuation or implication of looting that all of a sudden now he's going to disregard all of the law because when he says we're going to write my laws and my commandments upon their heart, what laws and commandments is he writing upon our hearts? But the difficulty and the complexity comes is how do we access that? And then we go to the Gospel of John. It's real simple. The reason that Christ, that we could not keep the law is because we didn't have the power. We had a proclivity to the flesh. It says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And it says that that's what makes the law void in our heart. So when the first miracle that Christ does is he turns the water into wine. And he talks about new wine vessels. When we're born of the spirit, born of God, born of the spirit, now we are called to walk in the spirit. Because if we so walk in the spirit, what does it say? You show you should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If you're walking in the spirit, you are literally keeping the law. The problem is, is we put so much emphasis on 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 uh, the law in the sense of okay, thou should not, thou should do this here. We have not reconciled the law with the spirit, and he mm-hmm. clearly says he's going to put his laws and his commandments upon our hearts. So how do we carry that out in the new covenant? By being led and by walking in the spirit. To those who are, who are led of the spirit, they are the sons of God. And if you read the gospel of John, he says that I'll give you my, the Messiah speaking, I will give you my spirit and he shall lead you and guide you into all truth. Well, the law is the truth. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So the law is the truth. The, the thing is, is that we keep trying to go through Paul. And yes, that's sir. what confusion is, and we're not Gentiles, we're Israelites. There's a great there's a serious distinction right there. And here's and oh, here's yeah. the, the the last thing. And here is the benefit in being an Israelite as opposed to a Gentile who has simply been grafted in by being born of the Spirit. They are not giving the promise of the land of Zion, of Israel. That only is to Israelites. So there's no way I want to give that up. Because that's why I don't have to choose. I walk in the spirit. I keep the law. As long as I'm following the spirit, I have a thing in my heart called conviction. It's not condemnation. For the spirit, what is it? For there is no for therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ who walk not after the after the flesh but after the spirit. For the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the law, as Sister Eliana so eloquently put it, of sin and death. I'm done, Seth. Did I do it under four minutes? All right. I, I, I want to sneak in a scripture, man, about a guy, this guy in the future who's going to die by Christ when he comes back. He thought he was in the new covenant. 
And I think, wouldn't that shatter the glass right there? Just to read about a guy in the future thought he was in the new covenant and died? No, Check this on, out, man. Look, I, Isaiah 66. If sir, sir, if you're saying that, let me respond to that. What do you mean by that? Are you saying that what I've just said, that that does not equate to walking in the Spirit, that does not equate to being in the New Covenant? Well, what, what the, I was taking what you were saying, that the spiritual side is on both sides. That's what I was equating what you were saying. And I'm not disagreeing with the, the spiritual value uh, on the – on both sides, really. That's that was never okay, my right. argument. Right and right. Uh, and but their, their argument was the they don't want to be under the law, right? And they saying that the spiritual is better on the the Paul side, right? And that's basically you know and their position. That that's the way. That's the way I was being. That's the way I was hearing that, and that was my concern. Right. Because guess what? Walking in the spirit and being born again of the spirit does not excludes you from keeping the law because the scripture clearly says it right there in Hebrews 8 and 4 that what he is going to write on our heart are the laws and his commandments and that is how we would be able to keep them through the spirit that does not eliminate the law the only law that's been eliminated is the law of sin and death and as they speak in Romans 10 and 4 what they call the law of righteousness it clearly says I quote and I quote Christ is the end of the law for righteousness, which is the law of sin and death. And, and to be honest, okay. if I may jump in, if I can jump in real quick, everybody, I think what I, I said something the other day, and I would like Brother John, I'm trying to get Brother John, but something's up with his mind. Brother John, you have to call back because we can't hear you, Brother, if you're trying to say something. But really quickly, so Brother uh, Kenwin, and we, we all we all spirited tonight, and, and uh, the bishop is still online. I'd love to hear from him one more time. And uh, Sister Ellen, thank you for having your father on. Uh, I really appreciate his gift tonight. But I just want to say this, Brother Kenwin, and, and, and probably everybody listening in the archives. We hear Brother Kenwin, even though it's just him on the line, and Pastor Chris is kind of, I think they're saying pretty much the same thing. It's really thousands of people that feel this way. So just know that they ain't know they could be definitely leading us tonight. I don't know. I, actually, I do know, but, but I don't know what the father knows let me just put it like that to me when you walk in the spirit it says you fulfill the law see like mm-hmm. anybody interested in the law hear me out hear me out hear me out all right brother john he's, he's back i'm gonna open up your line brother john you can jump in and, and uh answer or comment to what you've heard brother lsu was saying earlier but let me just quickly 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 say this again i'm coming to and moderating when you walk in the Spirit, you fulfill what the law was trying to do. What was the law trying to do? Please, number one, the law was given us because of sin. But Paul said, when I received the law, sin revived and I died. He said, I was without the law once. But when I received the law, sin, the law was the introduction of sin. People want to act like that's not in the Bible. It says it. So we had a sin problem. Lambs and bulls and goats, Hebrews 10, but, uh, he says the Father wasn't pleased to have that take away our sins. You have to be careful saying you're under the law, because if you're under the law, you're under sin and damnation. And Christ came to, for a better law. It talks about it in Romans 7. John keeps talking about it. It's like it's going right over our head. 
A woman have a wife, a husband has a wife. Once she married, once she divorced him, she's married to another. It say you are married to another. If if we keep hearing what married to another, and I'm not going to even say Paul. The scripture says it. If you're married to another, are you not married to another? And if you're married to another, and the Bible says you can fulfill pleasing the Father through walking the Spirit, loving the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and body, loving thy neighbor. If you, if all the law hang on that, and you're able not to offend your brother or the Most High, why wouldn't you want that? Why are people that try to stay under the law? Whatever the people are saying, whatever they're saying, however way they want to word it, whatever they're saying, if you if you love the Lord, I got with all thy heart, mind, soul, and body, and thy neighbor, you complete their laws and new laws that ain't even wrote yet. You're not going to offend anybody if you're really in the spirit of that. Why wouldn't somebody want that? I'm telling you why. Because the law is written, and a lot of these Israelites, they want to use that to, to be out there on the streets, those few little people, not they represent the whole nation, and they like that because they can glory in the law. But see, it talks about the glorying in the letter. That's what's appealing to them. The reason you never hear these Israelites, and I do mean never, ever, ever hear them talking about the gifts of the Spirit, because you can't see it, because it's in the heart. The Spirit. It's the spirit. They never talk about it. You ever wonder this? If nothing else you get from Brother Seth tonight, ask yourself this question. Why, when you hear a lot of these Israelites, these young ones, why don't they ever talk about the spirit? Why don't they ever talk about love? They have a problem with the spirit. They have trouble with the love because, again, they want something they can see where they can kind of judge people. And guess what? They cannot point to nobody that successfully keep it, but they want to keep acting like they're under it. And they want to keep saying, we say, we don't want to keep it. Of course we want to keep those laws. Brother John, you're back. Go ahead, comment on Brother LSU and Brother Kenwin, please, if you have anything. Brother John, going once. Brother John, going twice. Bishop Richards, any comments on what you've heard? Then we'll go ahead and close out your line, please. Uh, God bless you, Brother Seth. Briefly, uh, what I want to say is it's all good uh, about the law. They're converted to grace. Uh, it's, it's the law, law. Hold on, hold on, Bishop. Bishop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Those of you listening to the phone lines, those of you listening to the show, you clicked on the link. You didn't call the show. You must call us now to keep listening. We weren't going to roll over just a little bit, so call the phone number, 914 Five five nine zero. If you're on the phone, don't move. Again, if you want to continue listening to the show, because I know this is good to y'all. Nine one four two zero five 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 nine zero. Go ahead, Bishop, please. Okay, brief uh, summation is grace now comes through Jesus Christ. Uh, when we go back to John, the chapter, the Bible says the law was given to Moses, but grace and truth. And also it talks about Hebrews 10, a better covenant. The better covenant brought grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. By him healing the old covenant, the Old Testament, by the blood of his sacrifice on the cross, he made peace with God. So now when you look at the temple in heaven, there is the judgment seat, whereas when Christ is into the Holy of Holiness now, 
he's taking that judgment seat because he was our judge, because he was he was our uh, appropriation placement for all the sacrifices. God converted the judgment seat to a mercy seat, and so now mm. we're at mm. the mercy of, of Christ. So long as we keep, and you can be a Hebrew or a non-Hebrew, but because the Bible has circumcision and nothing other than keeping of the commandment. But you, if you're a Jew, most most of the time, if you're in Christ, you're a Jew inwardly. You're a spiritual Jew, whether you're of the natural of the stock of Israel or whether you're born a Gentile. You're converted to a spiritual Jew in Christ by keeping the law, fulfilling the law through Christ Jesus. Let me let me make that brief. So that's that's All my right. brief statement there on that. Uh, Brother Ellis, you have a little, little noise on your line. I muted your line for a second. I can hear somebody in the, in the background. Uh, a bishop, I really appreciate your contribution tonight. Sister Eliana, thank you for, for sharing him with us. That was very good, everybody. Appreciate you. Hopefully you uh, uh, join us more often because that was really beautiful. I want to thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank you for having me. And okay, I Brother Kenwin. Look forward to uh, dialing in. Well, let's. Monday. I'm sorry. Repeat that. I'm sorry. I thought you was done. Repeat that, please. Yeah. Thank you. Looking forward. Thanks for having me, and looking forward to dialing in again on on a Monday. Let me get the time right, though. So I'll ask Eliana what time is, it, is the time to call in. Well, just know you're well, welcome you any and every time you get the you, you you're able to because we really appreciate your spirit and your uh your 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 exegesis tonight. Okay. God bless you. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be on. All right, you you too. All right, brother Ken. Before you before you comment, I want but Pastor Chris to get in here and saying things, been humbly uh, letting everybody else go forth. So, Pastor Chris, go ahead and please share anything you've heard. Folks, we're gonna wrap up. This is not. Go ahead. Go first, man. You can go first. Go ahead, brother. Okay, brother Kenwin. Anything you've heard from the bishop? Yeah, yeah. I just. Hold on a second. Or. The bishop or Brother uh, Elishur, either one of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I just had a scripture uh, that uh, I would like for anybody to explain to help me make it make sense. I I think I know what's up, but uh, I'm a, I, I want to just hear what y'all say on it. Um, Isaiah 66, verse 16 for by fire and by sword will the Lord plead with all flesh, and the slain of the Lord shall be many. And they that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the gardens, behind one tree in the midst, eating swine flesh, and the abomination and the mouth shall be consumed together, says the Lord. Uh, that's, that's the day of the Lord, and uh, when there's a uh, the wilderness, obviously, and they're sanctifying is, themselves, Seth. and it's talking about what they ate for dinner. What does that okay. mean? Hold, hold on, LSU, I want to jump in. Go ahead, LSU. I think that was LSU. Somebody yeah. said something. Okay, I think it's Brother John breaking up. Hold on, everybody. Brother John, is that you? Can you speak up, brother? Is that you? Your line breaking? Can you hear me? Now we can. Go ahead. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, my God. I apologize, folks. It's primarily user error, Seth. When you were trying to get my attention, I heard you. I was on mute trying, and out of respect for you always muting me. So 
I muted myself, and and, and, and my, my apologies. I have so much to say. Let me say mm-hmm. this. First of all, Elishua, if you make Elishua always say the law of sin and death and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that argument will fall apart. It was eloquent. I give you that. And most of it I agree with. But the problem is, is that Elishua, you flip back between the law of sin and death and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, and you just say the law, so you got people on both sides applauding you. And, that, and therein lies the issue. I, I, I think L must, he may not be on the line. I'll have to repeat that for him. If Elishua has to say exactly what he just said a moment ago, but as opposed to saying just simply the law, you have to, you have to make I'm listening, a distinction. John. Because the distinction. Okay, this is L. The distinction has to be made. You can't just say the law because there's more than one volume of law. There is the law of sin okay. and death, and there's the law of spirit of life in Christ Jesus. There's the Aaronic priesthood, the Levitical priesthood. There's the priesthood that comes under the Messiah that's spoken of in Hebrews. And you cannot have both. You were saying, like, you shouldn't have to choose. Yeah, you do have to choose. You can't no, be a no, Russian no. and a U.S. citizen. Okay, what I'm saying, if I may, because actually, yes. uh, as one again, spiritual believers, we're actually dual citizens. We're citizens of the kingdom of God. We're citizens of the kingdom of the United States of America. But let me clarify. But one trumps the other. Any confusion. One trumps the other, me, true. One trumps the other, true. Uh, you said we are dual citizens. Yeah, yeah, in that situation. But what I wanted to say, because I wanted to just clarify what I'm saying is this, is that... <clears throat> What, John, when you say the law of sin and death, let's just put all of this, and I'll make it capital. I'll use, the, I'll use Paul's words. He said, the ordinances that were against us, that he nailed to a tree. He didn't say all the law. He didn't say all the commandments. He said the ordinances that were against us. And those ordinances come under one thing, and that's the thing that's very trivial to what you spoke on, they come under the priesthood. And when you look at the laws of the priesthood, basically those same laws yes. that are covered under there is covered under the law of sin and death. Because really, when you sin, you have to provide a sacrifice. Um, your sacrifice covered the sin. Yes. That, that's the law of sin and death. Yes. Okay, so because it's death yes. to the animal, and I cry, and I, and I situate, it's death to Christ. He was the, past, he was the Passover lamb. Now, when it comes to a court, to the scriptures, I'll just read it, and I think that that from that way I know I can't be uh, misunderstood. Is what I'm trying to say. It says, "But now has he obtained a more excellent ministry." Speaking of Yahawashah, by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which is established upon better promises. For if the first had been faultless, then there should be no place being sought for the second. But finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the days come, saith Yahweh, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the hand of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith Yahweh. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith Yahweh. I will put my laws into the heart. And write them in their hearts. I mean, it laws into their minds and write them in their hearts. 
and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. And they should, and, and, and this goes on. Now, if what you're trying to say is that if, if I, maybe I was misunderstood to say, if you're saying that I'm thinking that, I don't even know really. I, I really, because uh, you have to clarify for me, because let really, me. I don't know what is it that, you, that you felt that was my intent. Yeah. Let, let me, let me. You live on, 20, on, on 101 22nd Street. Miss May, she lives on 103 22nd Street. For 14 years, you've watched Miss May's son come and bring her something to eat throughout the day and check on her, so on and so forth. And, and as a result of that, you just come to re- recognize that he's going to be there at some point in the day. But he dies. He dies. And you see them take him away, and Miss May, they go to the funeral. You go to the funeral. On Monday... After the funeral, you go across the street and you check on Miss May. The question is, why did you check? And here's the difference. If you checked because in your law it said that you are responsible for the widows who live amongst you, and that's why you checked, as opposed to you checked because there's no one else to check on her now. And somebody has to check on her. That's the difference between the ordinance written by the hand of Moses and the law that's written on your heart. One of them you do because it's said to do it in the book. The other one you do because it's the right thing to do. Simply put, so if everyone always did the right thing, you never need a law that's written. You never need it. And so my point is, is that you spoke a moment ago, L, about in Colossians. I had already pulled it up, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross, and having spoiled principalities, powers, so on and so forth. Folks, this is the distinction between the Ten Commandments written by the hand of God and the law of ordinances. It bothers me that we've said this so many times. El literally said this a month ago. The law was inside, the, the commandment written by the hand of God the, on stone was placed inside the ark, and the ordinances, it says right here in Deuteronomy 31 and 26, and this is Moses speaking, take this book of the law, and put it beside the Ark of the Covenant, beside the Ark of the Covenant of your Lord God, that it may be there as what? A witness against you. Folks, the distinction is made. He said right there it would be a witness against you. And in Colossians, it said that these handwriting of ordinances that was what? Against us. The distinction is made. If there's one person that All right, you all right, John? Yes, yeah. my law, my line got muted. I thought it was Seth. Seth. No, go ahead. Ellis, you got noise in your line, and Ephesus just dropped the noise. I blocked John, so please just mute us when you're not oh. talking. Go ahead, please. So what go I'm ahead, saying John. is that I've given, I, I've given the necessary scriptures that let you know 
that the ordinances and the Ten Commandments are not the same thing. One is inside the ark. One is beside the ark. One is against you. The other one is for you. These are laws that, <laughs> that pertain to just – matter of fact, the Ten Commandments, people know them and don't even know that they're the Ten Commandments. A child that's two years old knows not to take something that's not his. He knows it. It's already written on his heart. And so I'll, John, I'll, I'll can finish I, can up I, my statement with this, folks. The interjector on something that you just said about that. Give me I don't, one second, L. Let me let me okay. say this, and then I'll then I'll be done. The Hebrews coming out of Egypt, they received the law on Mount Sinai, the commandments, I should say, the Ten Commandments. They received it on Mount Sinai, but in Hebrews four, it says that they could not enter into. The land into the promised land because of unbelief, and it says, "It says, let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into His rest, any of you should come short of it." Because the gospel was preached to them, those who came out of Egypt, as it was preached to us. But it now, listen, folks, it did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. And that's the spiritual application in the Old Testament. The folks, the, the people who embraced the law through faith, when they died, they went to paradise down in Sheol. After the Messiah shed his blood, paradise was moved, and you can see this in Revelation, paradise was moved from Sheol to heaven. That's where the tree of life is, in paradise. You could not get to heaven until the blood was shed. So these were uh, uh, the, uh, John and his wife, Elizabeth. It said that they were righteous, keeping the law. They were, they were okay. righteous, folks. The only way that they were righteous was through faith. They didn't do it because of the law, because if you, all you had to do was keep the law, that's what the people out of Egypt did, but they didn't enter into his rest. And his rest is the promised land, and they didn't enter into okay. it. Go ahead. Okay, uh, John, I, have, I, got, I just got that out. I got this, John. I have. Well, I want to simplify this. So, because the t- uh, because for the sake of time, because obviously I was misunderstood. Because and also this is an issue that literally, given a brief response, is not always adequate or sufficient because it has to be clarified. It's the most. It's the most contra- not controversial, but the most disputed issue and all of Christendom in the last 2,000 years. But I will say this. Can you, in your own words, Hebrews 8 and 10, just tell me what is meant by the word laws? You said in Hebrews 8 and 10 and do what? Yeah, I said in Hebrews 8 and 10, and it reads, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says Yahweh, and I will put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they should be to me a people. I'm going to actually take, my, take me out of the oath, and I'm just going to let you answer the question. I'm not going to respond. But can you just tell me, in your estimation, what is meant by that word when he said that phrase, I will put my laws? Into your in, in their mind What is meant by law Yes That law is absolutely without Equivocation I don't even have to go look at the scripture I don't have to 
inserted in Strong's Concordance. No, it's not law, law either. Law. Wait, wait a minute, John. Just so you know, for clarification, it's not law. It's laws, apostasy, S as in more than one. Plural. My law. apology. The law, law, the law of sin and death, with which that law, I mean, not the law of sin and death, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, because as I gave the example of Miss May across the street in 103 on 22nd Street, that law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, it encapsulates at various times the law of sin and death. It encapsulates it. So that's the reason why Paul could be keeping the law or James and John or whomever the case may be. You could see them. They still kept the law. How did they keep it? Through faith. Through faith. And, and, and I want to add something. Okay. I, I got a I got a scripture uh, that I just want John. Hold on, brother Ken. Hold on, hold on. Uh, just, just, just let brother John finish. And I just said I have something. You can jump in, then Pastor Chris and Sister Ellen. We can wrap up this show. But uh, just go ahead, hold on, John. Hold on, I'm coming to you. Yeah, I mean, right, brother, said, I said I got something. Then you said something, brother Kim. So it's just fair. I go next. So go ahead, brother John. Please yeah, yeah, wrap yeah. up. Going for a while, and then we're gonna. I'm gonna comment quickly, and then brother. Can we, and then Sister Yellen or Pastor Chris wrapping up, please? Quickly, Brother John. Well, yeah, I, I pretty much was done as far as L's question was done. I, I say that what he referred to, the law, matter of fact, you do not find any law in all of the Bible that's placed on the heart of a man except for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's the one that either confirms your actions or condemns your actions. It doesn't need to be written down. You sense it when it happens. And, and so it could, it could not be any other, and it's the same law that's in Jeremiah 31. He will put it in their heart. I think what y'all saying kind of the same. I really don't see a difference in what y'all two are saying. Romans 8 and 2 is what I want to say real quick, and I'm going to be quicker than both of y'all. Not that we're in a competition, but I'm just going to be, just for time's sake, y'all, it's the only reason I said that. But 8 and 2, the, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Paul just got to talking about how he's sinning. He don't like it, but inside he's craving the Father. Paul was sinning. He said, but inside he was craving the Father, craving the Father and he went on to say, that he's serving the Father with the inward man. This is to the this is to the Gentiles. Okay, okay. Watch this. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ, if you believe in Christ, that's your law, have made me free from, free from, the law of sin and death, which is in the law. Now I add it in the law. So one more time, I'll read the way it reads. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ had made me free from the law of sin and death. He had just got to talking about the law. So he really meant the law of sin and death is talking about the law. Verse 3. It'll make it clear. Yeah. Verse 3. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm finishing up, guys. No, I'm, I'm, asking, I'm, I'm, just at, I'm just asking you, what book are you reading from? I'm reading for the book of Romans. So okay. I know what you're going to okay. say. I know what you're going to say. Oh, there it go. See, I love Paul. We agree with Paul, but right now that don't relate to us. But watch this. This is neither Jew nor Greek. This is about but the, the law is, of the... Um, hold, hold on, hold on, he guys. I'm not trying to go on. Let me get this law. out, please. In Hebrews it says laws. There's, that's a great distinction between a law and laws. In America, okay, we have hold on. Laws. Let's go there, brother. Hold on, law. hold on. Okay, okay. All right. Because I'm wrapping up, y'all, and we're doing good, so let's just 
we got to got to turn off because we got to end the show. Y'all didn't like the three hour shows. I got a two hour show, so let's keep to it. I'm trying to for the law for the laws the laws. Let's just go ahead and say what LSU would say. It's the laws for the laws of the spirit of life in Christ have made me free from the laws of sin and death. For what the laws could not do, still the same thing, for what the laws could not do, in that it was weak, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemn sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law, there is a righteousness that was of the law, but watch this, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. I have nothing else to say on that. Uh, Sister Eliana, Pastor Chris. Wow. You know what I feel like we all need to do? We, we're overthinking all of this. I think we just need to breathe. The Most High's got well, all this. It really is about One more scripture. One more scripture. It's about his ruach. It's something that's done that we can't do for ourselves, <laughs> that the Most High is doing in us. And, again, it is putting, it is translating the original Love God. Sin came in. Now, we're, if we really want to get deep, but we don't have time to get deep. The reason why the Most High had to do all of this, because it's, the Most High allowed sin to come in among us. He knew that there was a rogue, rebellious creation. He allowed that rogue, rebellious creation to come into that protected place, the garden. And he knew that it was going to produce this sin and this death inside of man. And he wanted to deal with that. And he did deal with it. But the law that he had is a good law. The commandments are good. Everything that the Most High created is good. Even the adversary was good at one point until his his own spirit, his own mind corrupted him. But the Most High wanted to deal with that once and for all, and that's what he did through Christ. But the law that he gave was a good law. And so now it's translated to us by his Ruach, by his spirit. And, and everybody has said it so beautifully again and again. It's through faith, right? We're saved by grace through faith, and that not of ourselves. It is the gift of our most high. We can keep the laws, the commandments, and everything through his ruach and through faith. So that's all I want to say about that. All right. Uh, can I get that scripture? I just want to get some feedback from y'all on the scripture, man. All right. Uh, For by fire and by sword will the Lord plead with all flesh, and the slain of the Lord shall be many, and they that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the garden, bind one tree in the midst eating swine flesh, and the abomination in the mouth shall be consumed together, saith the Lord. That's in the greatest prophet, 
uh, besides Moses uh, that we didn't have, man. And he said this is what he see in the day of the Lord. Well, let me say this, brother. Uh, brother. Can, can y'all, brother I'm not, but can you, okay. Brother go Kim, ahead, brother go Kim. ahead. Listen, you guys heard me say we're trying to close out the show. Now, there's a lot of scripture that went forward. You mentioned one passage, and in your defense, we should answer it, but I just don't want to get in trouble over that this complain Kevin. about this. Go ahead, Brother Kevin. John. Go ahead. Please make it quickly, y'all. It's a lot of scriptures that went forward. We've, Go we've ahead. said it. Brother Castleberry, Brother Castleberry, we've said multiple yes. times that there that there is the physical Israel and there is the spiritual Israel. And, and three weeks ago, I was trying to get you to pin down which one is more important. I'm inclined to believe that <laughs> Just because there the, there is a, a physical Israel, and on the day of the Lord, as you, as uh, you stated, and the Most High pleads with all flesh, that there will be the physical Israel, whom that law that pertains to the mouth and swine, that that law it pertains to them, because right, they right, never exactly. became born again. Right, they exactly. This, that's One right. Moment. This is the Hebrew we're they talking never about. Be- Agreed. They never became right. This is the Hebrew that we're- believers. Yeah. Okay. And I- that that's the reason why. That's the reason why he, he wasn't a believer. You, is that okay? I'm, I'm there's there's I'm the trying. Phys- there's the physical. There's the physical. I'm sorry, go ahead, Brother Castleberry. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. All right. This scripture is talking about a brother. That's a Hebrew, and he is sanctifying himself. So he's he's worshiping, okay? And uh, he's purifying himself in the gardens, doing their thing in there. And he's talking about what he ate for dinner. And Christ killed him. I was hoping that y'all could shine some light, make it make sense. Question, question. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, uh, what's, what's, who are the two people I just met? Um, John, John the Baptist father. What was his name again? Uh, John, uh, that's uh, uh, Zachariah. Zachariah and Elizabeth. Zachariah. It said plainly that they were righteous, keeping the law. They were Israelites. Were they born again? Brother Castleberry, were they? Well, I, I'm trying to get you to talk to the scripture. Is that is it going to relate to the scripture I read? This is scripture. The Elizabeth, in, yes, absolutely. No, I read a scripture. Is make a distinction. The, okay. The, the scripture that you read, the scripture that yes. you read pertains to the physical Israel. Because we know it could not possibly pertain to the spiritual Israel because the right. born believer, that's the – one moment. Oh, in the that's what you're saying. Eye, at, the, like, at the last oh, this, trump. At the, the spiritual Jews, the this is not eye. that. This is a physical Jew. That's what you're saying. That is an absolutely physical Jew. That's a physical Jew, obviously. And here's why. Because <laughs> if this is the day of the Lord. Oh, this man, is this is Lord, crazy. When, when, it, listen, 
listen to me. When Christ returns at the Trump, at the Trump, we will be like him and we will meet him in the air. That's what it says. So why would we, born again, Hold believers, on, you... be hiding behind a tree eating the mouse and swine? I'm, I'm making a distinction between the physical Jew and the spiritual yeah, Jew. Yeah, and the Gentile spiritual Jew, right? Because he's not, not an Israelite no, Jew. The, the, no, there, there is no Gentile in spiritual. There is no male or female, Jew or Gentile in the spirit realm. <laughs> you will be likened to the angels, it says. Brother uh, John, I think what he's referring so, to is the Jew, like the Jewish people. You know the the, the um, Ashkenazim and the no the no that's not what I'm saying either. I'm not thinking as well. uh, this is about talking about a Jew that have a doctrine uh, that he don't uh, the law's done away with doctrine. And he's in the no, woods. No, no, it could. And be. he's eating Why what he he's he's praising God and uh, eating whatever he want to eat, and Christ killed him. Oh, okay. What, why, why would why, why would he say the law is done away with and hide? The, the fact that he's hiding lets us know that he he knows that that law. He's not, not hiding. The fact that he it said he was hiding behind a tree. No, he's in the he midst of the garden. Maybe I read into it. Oh, 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 oh! I think and I know what happened. And he ate for dinner. It's that law. It's pertaining to that law that says about. If um, meat offends your brother, don't eat meat. But if everything can be received, if you, you know, there's nothing unclean, you can eat everything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, but there are some different dietary <laughs> laws that the Father gave Israel that we shouldn't this eat. This is the everything. day of the Lord. Okay. <laughs> right. But in the day of the Lord, right, in the paradise, we, we got to understand people, the human nature, nobody's going to do everything perfect. Everybody's not going to make it in. There's going to be a remnant. Everybody's not going right. to make it in. And I think these are lessons and, that are taught so that a person can gain understanding and wisdom so they can t- change their ways because everybody's not going to make it in. Everybody's not going to get the understanding correctly, just like when they came out of Israel, I mean, they came out of Egypt, they went into the wilderness and they lifted up the golden calf. They began to do all kind of acts that were just abominable around that golden calf, the, the very goods that the Most High caused the, Israel, the, the Egyptians to get, the Hebrews, it says they gave them their earrings, their jewelry. They all smelted that stuff down, made an idol, and began to worship it, do the bestiality practice, whatever they were doing, all that crazy, nasty stuff, in the midst of the wilderness while Moshe was getting the commandments on the tablets of stone. And then they were all killed. I mean, the most High brought them out, and then he turned around and told them, you know, kill them. These people still had that wicked practice buried inside their DNA. But my they whole point is... Killed. My whole point is, by uh, this is Christ, this is swine, this is death. Uh, that's that's my point. 
I would say this, Brother Kenwin. The thing you left out with regards to the new covenant is this is grace. And I'm not trying to be poetic or nothing, but grace is major. Our forefathers could not please the Most High under the previous covenant. I just read to you a scripture I thought that would bring a lot of clarity. There was no comments about it. We just moved on to the next scripture. That's what happens. You want us to explain the scripture you just read. But there's been plethora of scriptures read. I'm thinking this nails it, you know, over and over. Each week we're going over these scriptures. I just got to talking about two different laws. Brother John first tried to explain it. Then I come with the scriptures. Uh, again, it was Romans 8 and 2, and I think it was 2 through 5. Brother, we all just got to go away and search our hearts, all of us, and just see, you know, because if you can't see, and and I'm not saying we're smarter. I, I know you're talking about people that do that. Please don't hear me saying that. If we can't see what you're saying, because I think I understand what you're saying, but I asked you a question, and you know, I haven't got an answer. Who do you know that's successful in what you're trying to say we need to do? Who is pleasing the most high? Hold on. With the way you're talking, the way you're saying well, we're not, whatever we're not doing, who do you know that we can go and say, who you can say, well, go to this. This brother is perfect. He's pleased the most high. He stand blameless. Okay. And then we can go to him and say, hey, how did you do that? But I can tell, show you somebody that's living now what I just explained. I'm one of them. I stand before the Most High blameless. I, I, I am living, hear, me, hear me out. I am living the righteousness of the law right now. I can go into the holiness, holy of holies right now. Right now. Right now, I can. The Bible yeah. talks about John the Baptist. There have been great people. Nope. It says John was the greatest of all men. But it says anyone, anyone, the least, it says the least of people in this new kingdom is better than John the Baptist. If you want to stand the kingdom of John the Baptist, if that's what you're saying, I'm not trying to belittle you. I don't know. But if that's what you're saying, because they kept the law then. If you want to be in John the Baptist's kingdom, be in John the Baptist's kingdom. And, I, and I'm talking kind of firm and all that, but it don't mean I'm right. I can You're not right, man. be wrong. Please hear me, brothers and sisters. It's just the way I share. But we went over a lot of scriptures tonight. Brother John did his thing. Brother Elishua, Sister Eliana came on. Pastor Chris even laid some things out earlier. Y'all, we just got to wrap this show up and just go pray about it. Sister Eliana was writing the way she came on earlier. It would probably make it, you know, we are, a lot of this is the same thing we're saying. But, again, I think the danger is, here's where the danger is, and here's where I'm, I'm tempted to leave the very church I'm at right now, because it's dangerous to say we're under the law. That's where the danger is. That we're not under the law. We keep the law through the spirit of life. In Christ, through the blood of Christ, we keep the righteousness that the law could not do. You heard me just read and introduce sin, and it was weak. So if somebody want to stay under something that's weak, that's their choice. i got to wrap the show up, brothers and sisters. I want to go round robin, get final words, and I do mean 15 seconds. 
you know, again, I'm trying to keep the show two hours, and it's two hours and 38 minutes. I know sometimes we're going to run over, though. But I thought the show was very well. Even though we were spirited, I thought we respected each other. I really appreciate Bishop Richard coming on, his spirit, everything about the brother. I really appreciated him. Uh, let's go around, Robbins. Pastor Chris, you haven't said much, so why don't you go first. Give us the final uh, comments, please, in less than about 15 seconds, y'all. Okay. Uh, thanks, Brother Seth. Um, but with the conversation tonight, you can see why I don't preach Paul from my church. And my thing is, if Paul was so important, why wasn't he put in earlier Christian texts? And he wasn't. So that was something Paul told you, I'm for the Gentiles. And the reason that his writings are in our Bible is because it was put together by Gentiles. So I just try to keep the confusion out. I just I just go with everybody except and if you look at the 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 the, the countries he was in Romans, Corinthians, Ephesians, all those places are where Gentiles live. So he was trying to fix the Christian tradition to where it would fit what they believe. And that's why I don't waste my time using him because we have people who witness Christ we had people who was there and heard his speeches. So why do we have to go to Paul, who we all know did not meet Christ except in the spirit, and just put out stuff? You know, that's that's just my, my thought on it. You know, um, he is not universal in Christianity, and he told us he was a prophet to the Gentiles. So we are not Gentiles, so why do we go to him like he, he is a... Uh, it's uh he's the son of God and not Yeshua. Well Thanks. let me let me let me just say this because that was more than final, so since you still you you at it, let me just say this, okay? And again we're gonna wrap this up no godless. I'm just gotta say this real quick. If it wasn't for Paul, we would not you would not even be able to be a pastor probably. Or you wouldn't know how to pastor. You wouldn't be called a pastor. Maybe called a moray or something. Well, they have, they are they are a lot of Christian pastors who don't even have the King James version of the Bible, and there I are no Pauline writings in there or theology in there. I just did a search. And in then the explain to me. Excuse me. Explain to me oh, how you're talking about. Can I say something? I haven't said anything all night, Seth. I know, but that hold on. That's your choice. Hold on, Pastor Chris. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We gotta keep the order, y'all. Listen. Pastor Chris, now you held the mic. you held the mic. You was quiet, you respect everybody. But we gotta wrap up. You can't be bringing up new questions about Paul. I'm I'm being as honest and kind. I'm wrapping, I can't. Up. I'm wrapping up before I was disturbed. Yeah, but when you wrap up you're gonna throw out another question, people are gonna wanna comment like me trying well, to comment but, on what you I mean we, it's 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 at the end. I know what's going on. I'm just I'm throwing out another question because I yeah, want to the other thing Pastor, I ask, listen, Pastor, all these Pastor. people with Pauline theology, those were the people who killed three to three hundred to six hundred million of our people, bringing him in slavery. Western Christians have done more damage, have shed more blood than any people on earth. You can go back; that's history. So if well, they have the Pauline document living this. in the spirit, I don't want no Pauline doctrine if it's going to cause me to kill people and oppress people. But Pauline doctrine, just like what you just said, this is what I mean when earlier. Now, Brother Pastor Chris is going there, so I've got to say this, y'all. 
This is what I mean earlier when I said, Bishop Richards, can you address this because there is some shade in there. Now, like, it's clear you're throwing shade. This is what I mean. I wanted y'all to be clear and tell the bishop exactly how you feel, just not that he's the authority, but just to get different person opinion. We're going to have to pick this up on Thursday. That's all there is to it. And maybe I'll put it out there. I won't call it an open forum. I'll just put a title about Paul. Because I really want to squash this like Brother John say. It's not ridiculous, though, because y'all are bringing some very good points. But this is the end of the show. That's all I'm saying, okay? Uh, but I still say you're pastoring, and a lot like just between the war between the flesh and the spirit, we would never knew that. You can say that to the Gentiles all you want. Everything that man say is not just Gentiles. Well, well how that is related to everybody. Christians? How are there other Christians around the world who don't use Paul? They're, they're not in their scriptures. How do they explain it? So we How have to have Paul to understand. Around, Wait a minute. Let me finish. Can I finish? How, 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 how do they explain it to their people and they don't have the writings of Paul? Thirsty. We'll talk about it. Okay. okay. It's not fair yes, to talk sir. about it. Now that the time is going to run out and everybody ain't going to be able to yes, comment. Man. This is why you can't just sit back and hold the phone. you got to comment in earlier than now. So listen, let's go to uh, someone else. Uh, again, Pastor Chris, thank you for your contribution. Please come on on Thursday. I'm not trying to, yes. not trying to hush you up. I'm trying to do a show here, and I'm trying to wrap up. And uh, y'all remember, i got to go to work. I'm late already, but that's okay because the show is important. But I'm trying to wrap up. So, Pastor Chris, I appreciate you. Please come on Thursday. We will pick it up. You can talk as long as you like. All right? So I've got to skip now and go to Sister Eliana Badiao. Uh, Sister Eliana brought in her father early. He did a wonderful job. Sister Eliana, I would love to know your final words, please. Why don't we stick to things that bring about harmony and unity? And let's stay away from stuff that brings division. We love the Father. We all love the Father. And we all want to please him. But let's get to the topics that really unify us and help the listeners come to a better understanding. And do the debate. We can get on Zoom. And we could do this on another format. But let's bring edification to the people who, who need the edification. That's my comment. Well, Sister Elena, can I ask you a question? Either can I? You say if you say no, I, I won't be offended. I'll move on to the next. Not a problem. Can I ask you a quick question? Yes. The question is this: Up until the last ten minutes, I thought we've done really good. I really yes. think Brother John put out some stuff. You put out some things. Your father put out some things. I think this show was meat packed full of meat. Brother Ken would ask some serious questions that caused all this. I don't think nothing is wrong with the show. It's just at the end, we're at the end. And you can't pop up with some new questions on your final comments. That's supposed to be 15 seconds. That's all I'm saying. So when I talk like this, it sounds like, oh, they're arguing. It's not that. I'm just trying to organize the show so we can close out. Thursday, we can pick it up. As long as we're in the right spirit and everybody get a fair chance to talk, we should be good. I don't run from okay. these kind of debates because some Israelite somewhere is really getting their questions answered. I promise you. I promise you that. What you guys have but to I remember, heard you. too, I'm a female. We do things a little differently. I mean, you guys have a lot of testosterone, and I listen. I mean, you guys talk way more than me. But what I'm saying is that we can have another format where we can really get down and answer the question It's not about this time, but I feel like the shows are meant to edify 
anybody that's going to listen to the time of the show in the archive at a future date, and we really want, well, I'm thinking that we really want to give them clarity. I think we did a wonderful job. I think we did a wonderful job. But also, I think there could be another place where some of the other deeper questions can be addressed, hashed out, and answered, and debated, talked about, explored. I think that would be a better way to do it. And then when we come back on shows, we really are more organized on what we are going to address and open up so that callers have time to call in, people can ask questions, and everybody comes away with a super understanding or at least a better understanding. So that's just my opinion. I am the only female, so I have to give my voice. That's how I feel. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing that and being honest and, and letting us know that we just consider it and pray and just see what the Father does. I'm not gonna push it if that's what the if the, the consensus is. After they hurt you, that's we just go with whatever that is. Okay. Uh, so y'all text me with what y'all want to share on Thursday, folks. Uh, those of you listening, stay tuned. Sister Eliana, thank you for your comment and your contribution tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, that was Sissy Eliana Badia, all the way in Mercy, California. Pastor Chris is in Fort Worth. Hopefully he'll come on on, on Thursdays. Ella Shore is not a co-host, but I, I did leave his line open, and I want him to take less than 15. I keep saying 15 seconds, everybody. Nobody's done it yet, but that, everybody's kind of <laughs> okay. we all good. Ella Shore, quickly, final words, please. Uh, my final word, Seth, is actually a word that you said when you were first Initially going to close the show, and that was about the spirit. <clears throat> um, you know, how be it when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Um, I do believe that the show, first of all, let me do this, Seth, you just give me this. Let me apologize. I basically came in, rushed in, and rushed in got on the line, uh, uh, lost track of time. So I probably came in, and my level of energy was probably a little bit higher than what I would have. Ella, you got a lot of noise in the background, so I don't know what you're going to do. Okay, so let me say that. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me close the door again. So let me just say, let me just give my apologies to 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 everyone who's hosting the show, and uh, also to the listening audience because I really wasn't parenting, wasn't mentally prepared to engage the subject. Uh, but I do think it's a very vital, important subject, and I think the reason is this, Seth, and you do a very good job in what you do because you do disseminate information that is relevant not only to the world but specifically relevant to us as Israel, as, as a community, uh, as Messianic Israelite community. And this is a very vital and important issue. And I do believe that with all the people that you have on this host and this show, that you have the equipment that's well capable of addressing this and doing this in a calm and controlled manner. And as you said, uh, the show was well up until like the last 20 minutes of it. And I know that when I came on, I came on probably as a tone of being rushed and what have you, and uh, just brought more energy than I, than I actually was needed. But again, I, and I apologize to everyone for that. But I would say that it would con- ask you to consider what Pastor Chris said in that we do discuss this issue as a messianic Israelite community and to address it, but address it in a way that it does what Sister Eliana says, and that does it, that it edifies, that it informs, and that it educates. And we are all 
that have been on this line are capable of doing that in a manner that is well, peaceably well, just, just and that's godly. Well, just to make sure you get Sister right, she actually didn't say addressing the manner. She was saying addressing the manner off this platform, do it in another platform. You're talking about talking about it on this platform, just so you know. She was talking about addressing it in peace in another atmosphere, not on this platform, just so you know. I want to quote her right. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I would say on this platform, 500 shows, you probably have a great bit of problems. A great bit of problems. Hold on, hold on, LSU, LSU, we got to hear you. Some noise in your line. Say that again, please, quickly. I would say that after 500 shows, you have a following that I'm sure that are quite interested in these issues. And that, as I said, it's just a matter of men doing things decently in order. And you've done that quite well. I mean, you have basically managed this very, very well. It's a very engaged topic. Um, I myself, you know, I just came on and I didn't really uh, communicate uh, the things that I said because this is an issue that you do have to engage in. You can't just say one well, thing you. and put it out there because it adds, brings in other questions and other issues. But I think that, hey, we have to to enough and we're – uh, experience enough in this that we can give them that. We can give the people what they need. Well, thank you, LSU. I appreciate that, brother. Appreciate those words, okay? And uh, I appreciate him. He came on tonight. He, that, he, I, well, you on, that ain't Brother LSU line. I still hear that noise. Brother John, is that you? That's a loud noise. I'm thinking it's LSU. But LSU, thank know. you, brother. Uh, for sure, LSU, you brought a lot of light, as you normally always do. Everybody did wonderful tonight, uh, you know. Um, let's go to uh, go to John, and then we'll do uh, Brother King with on last. Brother John, quickly, please, quickly, y'all. We run out of time here. Quickly. All right, real quick. First of all, 90% to 95% of what Pastor Chris stated, I wholeheartedly. Paul would not be found in many of the quote-unquote Bible used. Hold on. Uh, Hold on, John, John, yeah. I don't know what's going on with your phone. It's you. You're the one with the bad phone. I need you to talk up a little bit close to the window or something. You can tell me you want the bad phone, man. You can't yeah, find a more way If you play this show back and you hear yourself, y'all going to understand what I mean. You sound like you're in a tunnel or something. we got to hear you. Though. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Simply say, what Pastor Chris stated, I agree wholeheartedly. You could run a church all day long, all day strong, without the teachings of Paul. You could do that. While I do believe there's a lot that Paul has to offer, he is not the end all by no stretch of the imagination. All right? Um, and as Pastor Chris stated, the Bible was canonized by Gentiles. And what Paul preached did not cause an issue to what it was that they needed to accomplish from a standpoint of an empire, which was the Roman Empire, was when that Bible was canonized. I do not believe that Paul's, what Paul taught was what got so many people killed. I think any perversion of any truth can get people killed. I don't think what Paul taught did that. It's the perversion of what Paul taught that did that. Now, People, they wanted to conquer, and they use these various scriptures to do that. Um, as far as what Sister Eliana was saying, um, I honestly feel like no one was well, John, 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 hold on, because people, again, people are listening. Ten, five seconds. Should we keep Paul? No one has been offended. Should, should we adhere to Paul? 
you decide. Every person decides for themselves. If it's not faith, it's sin. Now, keep right. in mind, it's half um, the New Testament. Should we throw it out? Because people really want to know, clearly, quickly. Listen, half the people, most people, they don't understand who Joshua was. It, it, but it's like if you bring him up to the average day Christian, they'll think that, like, who is that? Well, it talks about him in Chronicles. It talks about the book. So My it point is this. Paul, it, 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 it's like Elishua said. Uh, politically, he was put in there, but none of what he said was wrong. You can exactly, argue he was put there for the Gentile sake, but it was the man's teaching what was was true. Yes or no? Yes, it was, to, in my opinion. But if someone doesn't believe that, they still will do okay, well to so go by the law. Okay, so yes, it was the for, as far as your research. Okay, final calls. Okay. Again, 10 seconds, wrap it up, please, please. Uh, props, Pastor Chris, props, Sister Eliana and your father, my dude, L, uh, Brother Pastor Bird, as you well know, we may not always agree, but there's never no disrespect between us. Seth, right on. have a good show, man. Later. Appreciate that, appreciate that. And, Brother Kim, when I kept you last for a reason, you wanted to kind of ask a lot of these questions that spurred a lot of this. Quickly, Brother Final, please. All right. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. Brother, I'm trying to host a show just like you, man. I really am. I, I I still enjoy your show like I did two years ago. I appreciate you having me on. Appreciate everybody. Uh, I just want to be heard. That's all. Thank you. Shalom, everybody. Well, shalom and good luck to your show, like I said. And I, I, I gave you some instruments on how to do some of those things. I'm open to for you to open your show. You know, I understand you don't agree with everything we do. Just do it. Do with whatever the Father gives you. And uh, I don't have no problems helping you with that. Again, folks, you've been tuning to the Five Stone Network. Oh, the brother should have. Uh, brother Kenwin, next time, next Thursday, maybe you can give us the name. Let me open up his line real quick. Brother Kenwin, your line is still open. Go ahead and give the name of your show. Because you definitely you can advertise. Uh, well, no I, well, yeah, I, I would advertise, but it's like at the beginning stages, man. And uh, okay, you, well, it's you, Hebrew Israelites uh, radio show. Is the name of it. Hebrew okay. Israelites radio show. Well, just notice, brother. I have no problem with, with with promoting what you're doing. All right. So thank you for coming on All tonight. Right. And asking those questions, folks. Again, you've turned to the Five Sutsu Network. I'm Brother Seth, and I uh, thank you so much for your time. And, and y'all heard some heavy hitters, some very smart people, from Pastor Chris to just everybody. And so, just take away uh, what you heard and pray about it. It's all I can say. There's some concerns uh, uh, about, you know, Brother Paul. But I, I gave you my two cents, and I don't need me talking even further. You go pray about it. Okay, and you try to ask the Father, does he want you to do away with half the New Testament and see what he tell you. All right, again, I thank you for tuning in. Thursday, we're going to be, it'll be open forum, and I promise you it's going to be a great show because a lot of these same uh, people are going to be back, and uh, uh, that you heard them. They are not nothing to play with. They know the scriptures, and um, I think the biggest thing tonight was the, the, the respect. Y'all heard there was respect. It was heated, but you heard the respect. This last song got a serious meaning. Don't take it lightly. At the end of the day, we got to do this. <laughs>